Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. You are now listening to the sounds of the I will never come to this place again. Excuse me? If you tell a big enough lie and you tell it frequently enough, it will be believed. Hey, life up, bitch. There's a creepy PC thing out there that really bothers oh, me. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done you this. You both should be fired. Who the fuck are you? They highly offended me. If you think that's offensive. And for the 150th time, we are back again with milk crates and motherfucking microphones. I'm B Sick Wonder Ride, Mr. Brandon F Bomb Fry, and with me as always, you know who the fuck it is. It's your boy, his boy, their boy, everybody's boy, soldier's boy, plus the suicide boys and the beastie boys. Coming in fucking hot. Uh, hotter than the fucking lavas of the most fucking Antarctics, of the most volcanics, of the most deepest of the meadows you've never been to in your whole life. But I'm here to let you know if you're sleeping, it's time to wake up, cause shit's changing. This is 150 in your fucking house, in your face. And like I said, if you ain't with us, you're against us. So let's get it going. Hey, thank you again for joining us on this special mon- monumental moment in podcast history. Milk Crates and Microphones hits 150. Who would have ever fucking thought it? And here to do it again in that seat from now to infinity used to be <laughs> JS3. But you know who it is. It's your boy, Triple Triple Six Six Six. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Episode one fifty, baby. Let's five oh. I'm fucking pumped, bro. It's gonna be a special one, right? Oh, a very How special, special? One. a strange one. How's gonna be strange? Famous up in this motherfucker. Ooh, ooh. We have a very time. special guest coming on at six o'clock. That's in about four fifty minutes, something like that. It is yours truly. Strange famous Sage Francis. Good and God. We Woo. can't wait to get to him, but first, we have another guest in studio live with us right now. He's been here for number one. He was here for 50. He was here for 100, and he's back for 150. You know him. You love him. The Kev Pro Army, uh-huh. get ready to put uh-huh. your hands together because he's Uh-oh. too neato to be from Toledo. He's, he's got, got a body a like, like a Dorito, Dorito, and he loves eating hot Cheetos. It's DJ Sasalito! Yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, Kev Pro's back up in the motherfucking studio. Thank you for coming back, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. It, yes. feels, it feels fucking crazy to see... Give me some set, love in the headphones. The setup, man. Set Just a little volume. From perfect, the, perfect, from the beginnings to this, like... Well, you were there for the beginning, oh, so yeah. you know oh, exactly yeah. what the beginning... What it was like. Couldn't have done it without you. 100%. Couldn't have done it without you. Here, let me do this. Let's get in and out of that motherfucking intro. That's a beautiful intro. That's a good intro. intro? Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. That's a beautiful intro. Guess what? The next episode, there will be a brand new one. That one will yep. go in the garbage, and there will be another mm. intro because we are moving into season seven. We make oh, you're intros. Still season season okay. seven. This is season six, the end of season six, but it's also the end of the uh, 150. We're making so many intros, I get so nervous when we put the wrong one on. Maybe it's right. <laughs> maybe it's wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Matt I get does confused. have some weird moments where he looks at me because I did it one time. I played the old intro thinking it was the new intro. Oh, and then I was confused. And yes. so Matt looked at me like a couple weeks ago, and he goes, is this the right intro? And I was like, yeah, it's the right one. Like, I knew sure? for sure because I made a new file. He, and might like, have, he looked at me like for a second. He goes, I still have a, a few of them on my phone. And I remember playing them way back then. Like I was like, oh, shit, this is number two instead of number one. Man, we had some pretty fucking good yeah, oh, intros. Yeah. Uh, uh-oh. Who did that? What is it? 
Someone tugged on her jaw. Good God this Almighty. Guy this guy did. God he did. Almighty. What is it? What is it? Don't, you're pulling on the draw. Sorry, sorry. How do I fix it? What is it? It's okay. Hur- Hur- it's all right. We're all good. Hurricane Matt. Coming He's through for He's back. I'm here. I'm here. Says the man that used to tear down the whole set. Remember? God, yes. Back in the garage. Yes. The sign. Then you'd go for yep. the sign and knock over the ball. And this is after <laughs> beats, and, beats and rhymes have beats already been dropped behind him all day. Hey, it's beats and knowledge. Beats and knowledge. But back to Kev Pro. Thanks again for coming. Like we were talking about it being 150 it's special because where we started with you in you know in, in a in an office basically and it was just a chair a couch a couple mics it was very very raw and no video not even thoughts of video honestly it's what we were doing in the beginning is what podcasting was meant to be. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, that was podcasting at its finest. Yeah, it's, it's just audio. audio. It's just a couple of guys in a room recording audio. Yeah. And when uh, when we got into podcasting, I think that was my mindset of this is what podcasting is. As it has evolved and as we have figured this thing out, it becoming more of a visual. It's like thing. a show now. It's like a legit show. It's and that, and that makes it it makes it more technical and there's more going into it. But it also makes it a lot more fun. It makes it more enjoyable. It makes it more. Hey, let's go do this fucking yeah, TV show sure. kind of deal. Sure. You know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, and when people are scrolling through, like if you catch their attention, you know, with the video, that's going to be a fucking huge. huge that's hit. and that's what we were. You know, that's what Matt's vision was was the visual, and then. And he, and I still think it was very raw from there. Just like, hey, let's put an iPad up in the fucking corner. Yeah. And we're just recording without any audio. And then we were like, hey, we need audio. This is kind of getting bootleg. So we figured out the audio thing. And then we ran that for a while. And then I was like, man, just the one angle is kind of whack. We need to get another angle. And so I figured out how to get multiple angles and then get the audio to that. And then I was like, now we're three way. Man, now it looks kind of like the setting looks whack. We need to step the setting up. And so that's just the evolution of milk crates and microphones. But well, we were you were talking about it before. It gets you more excited. It gets you more pumped mm-hmm. up. You know, like once and that's you see why that level. Like if any, you anything you do, if you yeah. watch the podcast, even with you when we were doing it, uh, every few months you could see a change in the podcast, and that's it's more an or less Always an upgrade. Us, it's more, it's not about upgrading more. I think for me, it's more about Just putting change. a spark into like, that's hey, I'm feeling kind of down on the podcast. We need to spark it up a little bit. Let's do something. Let's hang some curtains up. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I was like, oh, we're back up in this motherfucker yep. now. We and got that gets lights. boring. And then you're like, okay, let's get some lights. You Bruno, know I mean? Bruno brought let's the Christmas lights. Throw the like, Christmas lights up. Shit like that. I, I think, sure. you know, changing the desk. Oh, we go from the couch and we had a fucking picnic table to uh, let's get a desk. desk. Let's yeah. get a the desk. clean white desk. And then the stickers. Very nice. Very nice. Stickers were cool for a day. And I still like, have oh, the no desk more. and I contemplating putting it in this room. It would be very tight. But it would be cool. Very cool. It would just be hard to get all the angles. I think you want this. I think you want. The, like this much space and i like the angle of down the the joe rogan angle if you must down the table this yeah. way you know yeah. as opposed before we were doing more of like a talk show angle where the cameras were coming straight on which was cool which I was fun it. i like that good visual yeah, I like yeah. That. but i feel like anybody can come out of the curtain anytime it's, it, which was pretty cool. Fun. That was fun. Who, cool who was our record our production agency that was back there uh you can pull the curtain back and just yell and people yeah. are back there and yeah. nobody knows hey, fix the lighting yeah turn that fucking camera to the Hell left yeah, no one yeah knows. but that's a little bit about where this podcast has been and where it's going i mean look for more of the same like yeah. as we get kind of stale on it we'll spark it up and we'll do something different suggestions are always Change needed too. If, you, if you think you got something you want to see or something you want to know or you want you know what i mean write it in there Let i us think know. if you're watching us be like, hey bro i like this i, I think like what you guys should, should, should start going to twitch 
think you guys can we make some bucks. We tried Twitch. We've been there. We've been, we've there. been, there. We, we've been there, done that. I think we're you YouTube can make some strong. bucks. We're going Twitch. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just tough to get. Right. What what's really hard is to get you there. Is to get uh, our different like groups of people that watch this. I don't want to call them fans or whatever, but the groups of people from one platform to the next, right? Like we have our Facebook people and they watch, and then we have our YouTube people and oh, they watch. By the way, we're moving here now. By yeah. the way, yeah, yeah you yeah, need yeah. going out to each one. Like, we need to go out at once simultaneously. We've had so, hundreds, like I said, the hundreds of follow you from Facebook don't really correlate to follow you somewhere else. So that's what's hard to do. Exactly. Bro, as a, a fan, as someone who started out as a fan of the show, as a milk person myself, just watching on the other side, you know, I just have really enjoyed watching the evolution of the whole show and the whole podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it then. It was super dope then. It's super dope now. And I just see nothing but big things in the future you, for MCMD. Yeah. Do you man, have a like, favorite episode by any chance? Back then, I mean, my my favorite old school go to episode is just the the live podcast that was done at Thank the you. fucking indie uh, fest show. out in Modesto. Show. Correct. How about um, you? Uh, my that's tough. Probably my favorite one of my favorite nights that we recorded, and it turned out to, and it turned out as a good podcast was the first time Oscar Goldman came. Oh yeah, uh, yeah that was and good. like Kevin, one our buddy early, Kevin Jones was there, and then uh, mm-hmm. Buddy Chad yeah. was there. Great. Remember he broke his uh, vape pen. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, building it. Was, it, it, was it was a good night. night. Good night. It was a good night. Or another one that uh, comes to mind. I mean, here. Last Christmas was yeah. one of my favorites. Oh man! Last Christmas was, was one of my favorites special, of all time. Was that the back night. adjustments? Yeah, wild. Or no, 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 no. That That's was my favorite episode. No, that was uh, that was <laughs> your cousin Chris came over and you're like, and when he was leaving, you're like, hey, don't feed none of that shit to yeah. the dogs. Those ain't <laughs> reindeer. Goddamn reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> he just told us the story about, uh, or he told the story <laughs> that the way Santa Claus came about was. Uh, they German. had German, no? but was, they were eating mushrooms, yeah. and they thought that they saw a Santa Claus, and they thought reindeer were flying, or the reindeer were eating they, mushrooms they, too. They, they thought they, that the, the, the deer dogs. were eating mushrooms. The people saw them as they were hallucinating, flying around. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't German Santa like evil as shit? Yeah, Claus. But Tim Warner, or no, Spencer doing adjustments was, was my favorite yeah. funny episode. Yeah. He's doing full on adjustments. Then we thought he killed Tim for a second. Well, there Tim was also <laughs> the first time that Tim TV Dub came on the show with Steven. It was a New Year's special, I think, and it was at, at the old studio with Kev Pro, and we got blackout drunk we got so drunk if you listen back to the podcast it was like so good and then at the end we're all just (laughs) (laughs) yeah those are great those are great but if you listen we have been recording for three hours we got so (laughs) drunk on that episode it was a fucking fun one it was a good one i I miss you know what it the we podcast is really come hammered. A we're, long we're, so way. Prof- I think yeah. so we're more toned it's in. Came more, a long way. We're trying to keep it more on rails now. I Not really. Like. This man was walking with the cane the other night. <laughs> Wait <laughs> a minute. I don't even remember. You, I remember yeah, I know, finding I know you it, don't but remember. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course you don't remember. Falling asleep <laughs> over sure How wasted was I? <laughs> so drunk. Beyond. I tried to order food and then it, I couldn't I'll get I'll tell you this right now. There's never been a time when any of us have ever tapped out and called our lady to come pick us up. This man called his How lady wasted was to come that? I'm walking with a cane, right? Yeah. I'm walking with a cane. Yeah. The man didn't come with the cane. I found <laughs> no. a cane in the back. What a good time. I mean, though. if you good find time. a cane, you got to fucking You're gonna play, use it. Man. You're going to yeah. use it. Well, play, play it wasn't card. a cane. It was my daughter's pinata stick. <laughs> 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 I play the cards I'm dealt, my did friend. It, did it look like a cane? It looked good. It looked good. It became a walking stick. I brought it in walking stick style. I was hammered. 
weird. Stick. I don't know. I found oh, it. It's Gandalf. pitch black out there. If you were going on a hike and you picked up a stick off the ground, yeah, it would be suitable. But yeah, suitable. other than that. When's the last time you blacked out? Oh, man. <laughs> Another um, day when he fucking sent his videos of throwing drinks in the middle of nowhere at an expensive that was the last time place. At my lady's, uh, they had a uh, gala. The work, their work had a gala party, you know, like Try a black like tie two event. Two months ago. So I, bad place to I went with the fucking a fucking suit on, and I was just feeling James Bondish. And there was, there was this cool ass chick behind the bar that was serving drinks, and I was just fucking James Bond in it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, by the end of the night, when I walked out and I paid, and the girl looked at my wife and goes, I got to give it to your husband. The man can help fucking drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, yep. And then I went outside and puked. There and then he go. calls us, and he's holding his drink in his he's hand. He's gone off. He's gone the end of He's gone off. was bad. I didn't mean for it to happen. Of course. That was awesome. You get drinking, skip dinner. Keep drinking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Things go wrong. Yeah, but that's you know, where I was. Mine but was guess what? Like the way you got, you got to keep mine rolling. Mine was that uh, went to a comedy show, Big J Okerson in San oh. Francisco. Oh, uh, taking shots in the line. In the don't line. Don't even don't even remember the headliner. In the oh and Jesus! With Aberg Slim, and holy shit! I woke up the next day and I was like. No, he was in a bush. He woke up in the bush. He was in the bush. In the bush. <laughs> that shit's scary, dude. Yeah, it's, it's not crazy. fun. It's not fun. And no. Especially because nowadays you pay for it for like two days. Yeah. Like it's, oh, it, yeah. If it's you hard. black out like that, usually it's a two-day hangover that's going to kick your ass. A hangover yeah. my age lasts about 72 hours minimum these and days. You're, you're what, four, 43, 43 this year? <laughs> you're 43 this year? <laughs> hangover my age. 43, 43 this year. Adam Yo. Old and Weiss, 36. Jeez. We bullshitted enough. Uh, Kev Pro, we love you. We're glad to have you back. I'll see you at He's, 200. Thanks for coming, man. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. That's the pod. But uh, we got we to gotta keep this thing rolling and Let's do what we always fucking do. And around this time, after the intro, we usually do something that my boy likes to call... This weekend, motherfucking hip feel no pain i didn't feel any of that shit but you know i'm here for you i'm i didn't feel that pain Jesus. i felt perfect on that no pain Jesus. needed no nothing all i know is your boy's last name is peacock, peacock. anybody that's got a cock in their last name gotta be a hard life P and destructible real respectable man coming through strong holding on long again, being a badass all we, I got to say we, is, this man is a hip-hop artist. Don't you do me. God damn it, man. <laughs> we want to get this guy on the podcast at some point. Him, he's a bitch. <laughs> How dare you. Son of a bitch. Hey, he's got a great song here. He's a member of the Oakland, California based collective Hieroglyphics. Not just collective. Give legendary, legendary, historical yes. fucking foundation, ground markers, fucking independent hip hop original. What do they call it? Brick and mortar. I the, Brick the and winner mortar. of our yes. hip hop competition. Oh, early let's on. take it back to episode one, yeah, the right. very yes. first episode. Yeah, the winner go. of our hip hop uh, group tournament was yes. Hieroglyphics. He was. Right. So Pepla put some Pepla fucking love, love on bro. that peacock. Put some love on that name. All right, Hell the boy yeah. Paolo, Paolo E. Pe- and Paolo E. And peacock. another good one is. My, one of my favorite episodes was uh, concerning the – oh, nope, that wasn't a peacock. That was a flamingo. Shout <laughs> out to <laughs> Skittles. 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 Raped Skittles. Never horrible. mind. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, your boy Apollo E. Peacock, better known as Pep Love, born July 17th. Just had a birthday. The man is now 48 years old, 1974. Happy birthday. Happy, happy, birthday. Birthday. happy 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 birthday. 
Yeah. Jackson, Mississippi born, originated out of Oakland, California. You know, he was a fucking handling his business from 93 to the infinity, if you want to put it that way. Anyways, I, I want to go. Put it that way. I want to put it that way too. So let's go ahead and get into it and say <laughs> here that the man himself off the album I want to drop is called Ascension. Is it Spanish? Is it fucking? Is it sweet talk or is it just slick fucking language? I have no idea. But Ascension is his first studio album from the American hip hop artist, better known as your boy Pep Love. Oh, yeah. It was released July twenty fourth, two thousand one, making the album twenty one years old. Which is fucking older than some people and probably a lot more wiser than a lot of motherfuckers than they can be. Holding up a gamble now. Can you believe that people, yeah, people that were born in 2000s are now drinking? I don't know. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Very much so. All all I got to say is if you're born in the early 2000s and you're old enough to drink and go to war and shit like that, dude, I feel old as dirt because I was born in the 80s. Shit. And I don't feel old. Well, hearing the song, also 93 till? 1993. That was a long time ago. ago. So anyways, jumping off this album, the Ascension. 30 years, damn near. Damn near 30. The Ascension (laughs) album right here, I'm going to go ahead and say it was released, and it was taken car, and it was off the number 12 off the classic hip-hop debuts. And the song I want to pick off this album here Mm -hmm. is Karma, the Snake Charma. I like it. Great fucking song. Great beat. Super fucking sweet. I mean, I give it up. Great I love, song. I'm not saying that. Uh, some I don't dis- I don't disregard nobody. Hang but this on, man, man on this song, come through sweet. So yes, I give it sir. to him. Yeah, it's classic hip hop right Classic here. pep love here with Karma, the snake motherfucking uh, charmer. Fake for this week in hip hop. Snake motherfuckers. Fake motherfuckers. I'm coming for your head now. Pep love. Major Terror. Uh. What? It's the money they want to try to get up in the mixture. Things they do is unbelievable. The web is weaved of bullshit. Lies behind the disguise designed to deceive you. Fork tongues speak a fortune out of their grasp. For them to reach, they would have to come out of the grass. Snakes and fakes, tough breaks, and bodies found in lakes are one and the same. And what makes the world go round is game. Corruption in one hand, cleaning the other without touching a bit of filth. Fuck that, shiesty niggas get bucked at. The price be the rigors of life. And I love that But some of you want to take the route that's easy Breaking your best friend's house To try to get him for his G's Cause you know where he leaves the keys to the safe And it ain't safe when you fucking with tell them some time niggas Surround them down like roach in a kitchen Then see them out like one bag of grasses But them one who over the four pounds stash them And them one who over when niggas get the gas at I must have snitched up You said me but no one niggas do away in rest Yo, no one me Close the weekend Just in case Get the money out the black leather Only if you're listening to headphones, though, right? Yeah. You wouldn't notice. That's karma 
from your boy Pep Love. Got some Spanish Harlem fucking <laughs> vibes right, to it. For right? real, for yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me of a little bit Spanish of a... Spanish vibe to it. A little. A little bit of a you-know-who Santana on it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Maria la vida. That's what I'm saying. You can match that story. Yeah, you can match that. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I see where you're I like it. Spanish Harlem. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But the rhyme scheme that he has is one that is... Super classic, like it will last from the '90s to now. That motherfucker's everlasting type of yeah, rhyme scheme, sure. and it's something also that he can do into his fucking '80s. You know what I mean? Not that it's oh, simple. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. make it no, sound like no, it's no, simple. No, no, no. But I'm saying like no, you could still, yeah. The way he pulls that off, that it's a fucking very, very. It sounds good. It uh, it translates very well. He's perfect. The, ri- he's the rhyme scheme itself is fucking dope. Exactly. You he, know what I'm talking he's, he's about, right? He perfected that sound. Is Would what you say? Done. He Would doesn't stray from it either. He yeah, fucking no. focuses no. on it and mm-hmm. he gets it perfect. Yep. Would you say? That's what I love about. It. I love that sound that Pep Love gives Would, off. would oh, you yeah. say that it's classic? It's convenient. Oh hell yes! Come hell on yeah. now. Would you say it doesn't get more classic? I mean, it could get a little more, but Hyro oh, super duper classic. Classic as can be. Super yeah. classic. Uh, I love it. Rocking their shirts, walking mm-hmm. down the street, and if hey. you some, see somebody fucking dabs you up, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, this dude I love knows that what's too. Up. Yeah, I love that too. This dude knows what's mm-hmm. up. Hell yeah, yeah, that logo is like. Everlasting, iconic, and for sure. iconic for sure. The three circles or whatever. It's like the what, it was a four. What, it's, it's the three. three it's the three it's the circles. Eyes yeah, with the, the three eyes. Straight line, yeah. like a hiero, old yeah. school hieroglyphic. I'm trying to picture. I'm trying to picture Egypt, Egyptian, Egyptian uh, yeah. pyramid or something. Del, Del the funky Homo sapien uh, came up with that logo. I want to say that's pretty sick. Yeah, super dope. Hiero day is also coming up in September. Are you going? Um, thinking about it, I've been there where's, before. Where's that going to be? Yeah, don't give us the location. Don't give us the location. Give us Oakland. It's an Oakland. Oakland. It's Oakland where Hyro's uh, originated yeah, for from, sure. you know? But yeah. Definitely. I'll probably go out there. Bro, show the been fucking cup. Tip the cup to the cam. Show them what you're fucking yes, working sir. with. Give them the Check monkey. Show them the monkey. Check out the Milk and Mike's mug. Bro, if you, not, check that if out, you don't got oh, one of those nice. in your fucking cabinet, that, you might be that. sleeping. That monkey goes so hard. Yeah, you didn't have me with the milk and mics, but what, once I saw the monkey, I was like, the monkey's I'm tied. Uh, check out the that motherfucker. Go you check out space. all the merchandise at bigcartel.milkandmics.com. Yeah. If you ain't as high as that monkey is at seven in the morning, you sleeping, my brother. <laughs> you mm. might be sleeping. You might be. You might be sleeping. And you don't you, got your coffee yet. And hey, if so you are like sleeping, wake up. When out, when is that uh off. when is that show, by the way? The High Row show. So yeah. nine three is usually when the sh- the festival goes down because ninety three till infinity, nineteen ninety three, that's the connection right so there. Nine, so three, September third usually is what they aim for, or at least that weekend. Are you going to the the, the Euro Destroyer show? Um when is that one? Uh, our boy Tim Warner's got a show tomorrow at okay, at so yeah. Wild Wind. What really? The, the skate shop over there. That's, that's off of uh, by Carl's Jr. That's, off Kettleman. That's dope. He's got Wild Wind. He's, he's inviting us out. All all expenses paid. We <laughs> don't, we don't, if we want. I told him we're going to have to think about this. Shout out to your we're gonna own have to, We're going to have to think about this. But shout out to your own fucking destroyer. And if you don't know. Hold it down for the local fucking load I've seen out there. If for you hardcore. don't know about them, go Google Give your own destroyer. Oh, Jesus Christ. But if we're still here, I don't think we are, but we're totally we deaf and we have 10. I'm being Hello. held against my will. Hello. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, help him. Help him. <laughs> Good God. Well, luckily we're back. I feel yeah. like uh, the mics are a little dimmer Ch- than they out, were. Check out your check own, out your own destroyer. destroyer. You know, um, we got the invite. You Insta. Know? Again? You got to pretend like it's not again, happening. Yeah, please. God damn. Again, I hear great sounds you're, out you're of this motherfucker. You're shining a flashlight on that. Are you <laughs> professional or not? Professionals could be. 
I like the point at the we'll go into it a little later, but Nate Diaz has an opponent now coming up. I'm pretty juiced about main event. Um, is he main event material? So I was saying at first yes. Now I don't know for sure because I don't know who else is on the card. I don't. Hey, who could it be? Geez, I'm on the left ear now. I'm right ear, but I'm right here with you. And if I'm here with you, I know what time it is. I'm trying to play it off. It could be a main event. I can see it. I can see it. I can see main event out of it. I mean, Nate Diaz is a name. Oh, that's a card. Great name. That's a name. That's a huge name. Shout out to Nate Diaz Shout out and to the, the 209 sure. Army. <laughs> I just hope for sure when it goes down, I hope they go all the way and they don't pull him for some small eyebrow cut or something simple. Oh, I know. That always happens to yeah. me. And that's not something we want to do anymore. No. You know? and, so, I mean, it's very possible. This, very possible. He's going into a very, very uh, difficult situation. situation and a tough fight. I mean, it's it's definitely one of his toughest it's tougher opponents. It's inevitable. But it was sick hearing, uh, uh, do you guys pay like, much attention to comedy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who are you Shane, talking? Shane Gillis. I love Shane Gillis. One of my new favorite comedians. Yeah. Oh, dude, fucking did some shrooms with him at uh, Skankfest last year. Hell nice. Um, you look like Shane Gillis. As a matter of fact, no wonder he wanted to hang out. I look like I have Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> you look kind of like him. it. Could be a brother. You get both big old white guys. You know, short haircut. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Joining us for a very, very special episode. This is our episode 150, and we wanted it to make it as special as possible. So. We were able to bring to you Rhode Island's own strange, famous CEO and founder, also one of the legendary hip-hop heads in the underground scene and in, in independent hip-hop alone, and somebody that everyone at this table looked up of to course. as a youngster and listened to tons of his music, and we're very, very proud to bring you Sage Francis. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Hell yeah. Oh, Thanks yeah. for being here. Oh, thank you for being here, man. Thank you for joining us on, uh, like I said, what is our 150th episode and probably one of our most special episodes yet. Having you here. Makes it that much more special. Yeah, honestly. Simple Good. as that. Simple as that. We're, we're, right. we're very <laughs> appreciative that you took time out of your Friday to join us. So... Uh, with that, uh, how how you been? How's everything going? Uh, we haven't heard a lot of new music from you lately, but you've been super busy. You're a father now. You you know, right. got the family life going on. How's everything been holding up during these during these times? Um, it's been one fire at a time, dealing with everything that pops up in day to day life, and with three kids in the mix, and living in an area where we don't really get a lot of help from family because we're we're a bit far away from everybody um and i'm not in rhode island anymore so i mean yeah you're not hearing a lot of new music from me uh, um outside of me featuring on other mm -hmm. like strange famous artists albums so that's really where i've been able to lay down my vocals while i i build up my own projects that are they were started years ago and um i had to put them on the back burner and I think it's all for the best at this point, just for all the changes that we've all gone through um, <clears throat> and my transition, like I'm in a transitional period that I don't want to rush. And um, I think it'll, you know, when I come out swinging again, it's, you know, most likely going to have a new sound or feel or I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm not trying to rush it. I'm really trying to understand it. So that's where I'm at right now. I do a lot of work in the house. Um, I work with a lot of artists running an independent record label in 2022 is dumb and uh, it's not lucrative and it's a lot of work, but it's keeping me in the game. So that's, that's, you know, I kind of always thought of it as like a, 
a burden I couldn't wait to like get off my shoulders when I had the chance. And now I find myself grateful that it's keeping me in the mix and thinking about stuff that will ultimately hopefully benefit my own music when it comes time for me to reemerge. Yeah. yeah. Adjustment adjustments only equal growth. <clears throat> and for your adjustments to change your style is only something we're looking forward to as a fan. And if it comes to you change it, we're ready for it. Yeah, I mean, the anything growth you're of sending it, is we're ready to accept it. The I growth mean. of an artist. I don't know if it would be a change of style. Um my style I think is uh it's just progressed and I build upon each layer. It's really about how I address issues and how I um Honestly, since I'm not touring, uh, I'm not. Th- I don't. I don't write with any rah rah crowd, happy stuff in mind. It's it's just going to be a lot. Of, probably a lot of storytelling and very absurdist shit. Yeah. Similar to the song I did with Buck sixty five called Dream School that was on the Alexander Brown uh, Glow Kid album. Sure. That's the style of writing I've been doing a lot of lately, just because it's just so out there and it le- lets me bounce around. Uh, imagery that makes sense to me and tie it all together with words that sound cool together and that brings me back to what i originally was doing in the early 2000s Mm. or late 90s and it you know i love that so yeah that's that's fun to just get to do whatever whenever yeah vocal wild storytelling is always where it's i love it yeah i love that shit and speaking of going back into the early 2000s late 90s the, the new material you have are you still putting out the sick the sickly uh, mixtapes and that type of thing or is that something that you're looking to do in the future um i had long prepared to retire the sick of mixtape series because the way mixtapes are done yeah, these yeah. days it just doesn't make sense so, for me yeah. to do what i was doing but um i do want to tie it up with a pretty red ribbon and i think the last one that i do because uh, what i like to do on mixtapes is include unreleased material from ages ago uh, which I'm running out of because I did put a lot of it on my mixtapes already, but I do still have a cachet of that. Scraping. Um, yeah. And I'm going to do a box set <clears throat> that includes all all the uh, mixtape material all in one place because um, a lot of it is hard to find. A lot of it I cannot put on streaming services for various reasons. And I just want to have it encapsulated in one digital box or even a physical box and then be done with that just focus on other things moving forward but it was such a big part of my trajectory big part of my career i i kind of feel like i'm obligated to pay it uh uh, uh, or give it a a wonderful send-off and something that's formal and and also add to it a lot of material that could constitute as its own mixtape just as a final one so the sick uh I don't know. I, I, I had a name. I already have a name for it, and I forgot. But yeah, well, there's no need for me to promote it since it's not uh, even close to coming out. But was, it will come out. I was looking forward to an exclusive and a, a name <laughs> we were drop. Hit exclusive one. I, name I, I, we were drop for, for us. Originally, it was like the sick twist ending, but it, I didn't like that. Yeah. It sounded too ICP. Yeah, yeah um, I can see that. I can see some. Was, I can see some clowns on the cover of that. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy. I, I really do enjoy the that series of mixtapes and the style. And like you said, it, it being a kind of a mix of older and newer music as well as a lot of features on it too. Um, right, because I don't do that on my albums. Yeah, I, yeah. There's never any rapper um, featured on my solo albums, and I always reserve that for all the mixtapes. That mm-hmm. era is just. It, it was very special and great for when it happened, but. Right now, 
I I almost want to take all my mixtape stuff off the internet. I I don't even want it out there, um, because you have to understand the context of why it was released and when it was released in regard to everything else that was happening. And now when someone like say a 12 year old kid hears about Sage Francis and he goes on Spotify, randomly checks out a Sage Francis song. And it's one of the weird tracks from one of the mixtapes that I wouldn't like, I don't wave its flag. I'm not like, this is really dope. You know, it's just, to me, it was interesting to show people context of where I came from, what I was doing, what I was saying, while everyone else was doing some whole other shit. So in a weird way, I feel like it, as much as it benefited me down the line, it, it takes away from my, I don't know, it probably turns a lot of people off if they just hear the wrong stuff and they're expecting high quality recordings, you know? Yeah, especially um, the generation now is very, very picky with the gotta, music because it has to be so clean and so perfect. They're so used yep. to... Yeah, you're going to get the tape, man. You're going to get the cassette tape. It has to have the hiss on it. The, I'm a fan yeah, of the that. ugly. I'm a fan of the ugly. Got to have dude. the white noise going yes. in there. It's, exactly. it's yeah. very niche. The dirty, the dirt, dirty. The we love that dirty yeah. stuff. 35 so. years old, yeah. I love that gross fucking. It sounds yeah. like it was recorded at your, at your brother's house. You yeah. know what I mean? That's my favorite shit. And, you know, so I see, I see what you're talking about, but yeah, I can understand why a lot of people are like, uh, that's not what I'm looking for, but that's it's, what I'm looking for. If it makes you feel any better, different areas, <laughs> it, it would make me feel better when, cause I, I, I feel the same way Yeah. about uh, music and artists that I, I enjoy. I just want people to learn how to dig and figure out where to get it. Cause when they're like, if they think everything worth listening to is on streaming services, they're sadly mistaken. And people need to understand that, mm, that yeah. there's other ways to get music and there's yes. other ways to support artists. And you should do that if you're a music lover or a fan of the arts. And um, an artist as prolific as I've been over the years, if you're really into my kind of material and all you're doing is streaming, you're missing a lot of other stuff. And I, I would hope people have the gumption to, to check out, you know, Strange Famous Records online. Or you know, I don't know. Yeah, so I can go to your, go to your uh, record store and, and look find your for stuff. Me in exactly. Free bin or you know the used bin section. That, and that's <laughs> one of I, I was just gonna <clears throat> come to this oh, yeah. this uh like you started in an era when you know it was hand to hand sales. Uh, you ran your own merch table, selling CDs out of the trunk. Then the internet kind of took over in that early 2000s and you were a mainstay like CD when we were downloading what we were doing digging was trying to find new artists and we're from california so finding stuff from the east coast was special to us it was like oh man listen to this like yeah. we would come to school like you've never heard this song before yes. check this out and very proud of the music cold, that we'd find in music we cold were find a lot of your it. music on the yeah. internet in the early yeah, naps, naps easier to do back then i did the same thing so back then um napster was was just like the wild wild west yep. before any regulations and it was um that's how i discovered a lot of artists and that's how i interacted with a lot of fans because you could search your own material uh whoever had sage francis stuff uh on their napster i could like hit them up and be like yo <laughs> that's right you can get more here where you know where i'm at and you know it yeah, just kind of like, it's like a built-in mailing list that's it. Yeah, man. Making yeah. those connections was very, very sweet. It was very cool. We also, AIM, like uh, the America oh, yeah. uh, AOL chat mm-hmm. was big for me back then. And those were those are just fun times figuring everything out as it was brand new and how to utilize it as I had spent the previous 21 or 22 years feeling like I was going to be stuck in small town 
Rhode Island forever and no one would ever hear about my music, I got very excited about that. And I hopped on every opportunity and I, yeah, I miss all that. I miss the forums. The forums mm-hmm. are big for us. Those were fun. It's like, you know, Reddit is dope too, but it's such a it's toxic place. Yeah, toxic. Reddit's it's a shit talk central. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's all over the place. Like, is that the only forum left, really, on the internet? It seems like it's just the only Reddit. One that I feel like everybody to, really yeah. goes to just Reddit. Yeah, there's no other real. Just there used to be just standalone forums to go and. It, it's but yeah, yeah. That's Dis- Discord. That kind of I, I think oh. acts as a forum. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not nerdy enough to really understand Discord. People are but, talking uh, on Discord, uh, so, though, right? Yeah, with Discord, you already have to have like a built-in community, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, B. Dolan is doing that. So the dude uh, I did Epic yeah. Beardman albums with, yes, he runs a Discord. Solid he keeps way telling to... me to get involved. I'm just like, I tried, dude. I looked at it. There was symbols I didn't understand, and then I had to, you know, Can they change a the diaper. Can they see you on Discord, or is it just all? Vo- is it all vocal? No, no. It is. It's like a ch- chat room. Um, it's like a forum. It's like a message yeah. board, oh, but okay. they connect it to Twitch it's... sometimes. So know, there will be video elements involved, or a lot of gamers use yeah, it. Yeah, the only reason I know Discord yep. is through gaming. That's the only yeah, thing I know Discord for, yeah. Hey, well, I definitely discovered you through Napster myself and the old school mm-hmm. method of finding these underground artists, man. Yes, sir. Definitely fucking changed my life. Um, just staying on the topic of old school stuff and old school releases, you know, you mentioned, I think, before Makeshift, Makeshift Patriot uh, really brought things together for you and Sage Francis. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? You know, the importance of that track back in the day and what it felt like coming out with that track and that, that album. Um, Makeshift Patriot, I, I mean, I've spoken about it a lot, so I don't want to repeat myself too many mm-hmm. times. I will say I'll give you something new um, that I, I, I guess I haven't talked about a lot. Uh, when that came out, I was still finding my voice. I was still finding my audience and... Um, I had not yet released a solo album. It was all mixtape stuff at that point, and Makeshift Patriot was for a mixtape. And it was right around the same exact time I was recording Personal Journals, which was my first studio album. But I needed that song. I couldn't wait for Personal Journals to drop. Makeshift Patriot was just burning too heavy in my heart. Um, So exactly one month after 9-11, we released it for free, put it on Napster, and it felt risky. There was a lot of fear involved. We were all very scared at the time. I mean, I'm I'm about 10 years older than you guys, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was fresh out of college. I'd studied journalism. I saw how things were falling apart on my television in the news. And um, I was alarmed. And I also felt like I didn't have the, I felt like I shouldn't say what I was saying because people would get upset. And that that pissed me off. So I was in a very free, free spirit, free time of my life. And I just threw caution to the wind and said, fuck it, this is what's going on. I want to document what we're all feeling in this moment. I want to point out the hip hop hypocrisy of of America, um, of the xenophobes of this country, of uh, the the people who are trying to take our rights away, like the shock doctrine bullshit. And um, that was that. I mean, up until that point, I don't think people saw me as a political rapper. I was doing absurdist stuff. I was doing psycho white boy shit. Mm-hmm. I was doing cartoony stuff. I was doing freestyle, like just really flexing skills. Dance offs. That was more, that was just so hyper focused and centered. And it, I didn't want to get pegged as a political rapper. So, you know, I, I definitely diversified my, my hip hop portfolio. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's why I didn't also didn't want to include it on personal journals because I didn't want it, that to like overshadow what was happening in another realm of my approach to music. But um, yeah, I, I'm thankful that I had the opportunity and resources and outreach thanks to Napster, thanks to the wild west of the internet, which yeah. just does not happen anymore. It's not not available um, in the way it once was. Algorithms have really clamped down on um, who can do what and who's going to have access to what. It sucks, but what you see, um, I, yeah. God, sorry. And corporate, corporate, corporate America took over. That's the worst. I mean, because I don't want to see what it's telling me. I want to see. Yeah. I want you to switch it up and give me something that I've never seen before because I feel like it's intriguing. But that's just how it works. And, and that that's Sage bullshit. was saying you got to yeah. go dig. You got to you got to go find stuff when you hear something you like. I know. I know. Not everyone has the time to like <laughs> dig. Yeah. <laughs> go to the dark web. <laughs> yeah, to find something, some dope hip hop you never heard before. Go to the dark, just go to the dark web for that. Go to that's the, crazy the dark web. You could Google me, but you're just gonna get the safe stuff there. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. When did you When did you first discover hip hop, or was it that you discovered punk rock first, or or rock and roll, or whatever you want to call yeah. it? What brought you in? I hate. I I didn't like any music except for hip hop, and I discovered it when I was eight years old. Nice. Um. And fat boys were big at the time, so yeah. it was it was almost like the popular the, the hip hop that hit the mainstream, which was Run DMC and the Fat Boys and Beastie Boys. Obviously, obviously, like um, Sugar Hill Gang was before that, and that you know we all were familiar. It was cartoonish. It was child childish in a lot of ways. Even the tough guy stuff, it just was like it appealed to an eight year old boy, 10, 11, 12 year old boy. Like the tough guy talk, the sex talk, yeah. braggadocious stuff. It was it was just built for you know my mentality at the time, um, and I was drawn to it. But the beat and the rhymes that is it just drew me in. I hated every other style of music. I didn't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear punk rock. I don't want to hear rock and roll or heavy metal. My whole town was listening to that, and I felt like I was ostracized because I was the rap kid who was trying to build like a rap posse. I wanted like, I want all my friends to like build this like little rap squad with me, you know, and it was Which tough going where I was dope. at. So um, I spent a lot of time on my own studying hip hop, studying the rappers I loved, um, trying to rap like them, which I did. And I would record myself and I, you know, bit by bit as a dumb kid, just figuring it all out. And building a foundation that I, I could build upon it and find my own voice at some point, but that's exactly how it happened. And it, you know, <clears throat> everyone was calling it a fad at the time. Um, and this was right around when you know breakdancing really did go mainstream. So it was in like every YMCA, mm -hmm. and um, it was like, you know, there was TV infomercials with the uh, Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince yeah. of Bel Air. Mm -hmm pushing <laughs> like i was like i want that so bad yeah. i want that checkered fucking thing you put on the floor to do backspins on <laughs> i never got that but um that was like one summer you know it was like one summer of 86 or 85 and then like every suburban kid had gone through it and like oh yeah i did break dance and that's over with us you know we, that's a fad like on to the next thing i was like i i I just could never give up on it. Um, and I, I just dedicated it myself to it from there on up into adulthood. And now I don't listen to any music almost ever, but um, I maintain that, that love for the original spirit and, and what drew me to hip hop. Mm. And I hope to contribute to what, you know, 
this form that gave me so much to my you know upbringing in life and happiness and escape it was escapism yeah totally do you now do you find it harder now to draw inspiration when you're writing and uh do you find it harder or more difficult to kind of <clears throat> express uh where you're at or especially now that you're a family man i know like when you're younger you have a different mindset and uh you know you're in a different place in life and as you grow older and now you have kids and stuff are you conscious of that as you're writing or yeah yeah you can't escape that yeah and again when i was in my early 20s i, I hardly had any family at all uh-huh. i never had to really think about anyone else when i was writing and I could be as selfish as I wanted to be, and I could be as so revelatory as I wanted to be. And now I do have to mask a lot of things. Um, I don't find that it's tough to be inspired, and I don't find it's tough to write. I, I enjoy the challenge of addressing things in a different way um, and being more mature about it and hopefully not it, not having it sound old and mature. Like, you know, I, I want it to be subtle. I don't want people to feel like I'm, you know, do I really don't want to do dad rap. Mm-hmm. Um, and no disrespect, <laughs> yeah. like Slug's yeah. the homeboy. I love you to death. He does. He, you know, like he embraces the term. I don't think yeah. he does dad rap. Yeah. Either. Right. Although right. he does lecture like a motherfucker. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we true. love you, Slug. Shout just, out I don't want to be categorized as that. I am, no. I am a dad. I, like, yeah. I live my dad life. But holy shit, music is my escape from that from life. Because yeah. it, it's it's every day, all day, yeah. I'm dad. Yeah. So when I do finally find the free time to get to do my music and focus on the career bits, not trying to do dad, mm. trying to really trying to like be a whole other person and continue this Sage Francis art project <laughs> yeah. like organized in the you know late nineties <laughs> and um miraculously came to fruition and I was able to just continue to I don't know. Just sculpt throw it. on different shirts and put on different faces You've and kept still it strange, have this moniker. It's crazy how having a child or like just other just having children will just change your whole mentality. Like your deep thought of writing is no longer just you. Now you're based on somebody else. But yeah. even though that mentality's always been there, mm. now your mentality's wrapped around other people in your life yeah. that you're focused on when they were never a focus to begin with because they weren't there in the first place. You know mm. what I mean? And now that they're here, now you have to adjust it to it, which it shouldn't really make you change your writings, but it always does. You know, It matures you, changes you. you. The way I look at things now is just so different, yeah. just from having kids. It's, it's just wild. It's crazy. It's beautiful. That's, that's life. Beautiful, that's a yes. beautiful part of life. It makes you that, like you said, how was Grandpa a nice guy? It's because that guy sees all this shit, and he's got to tone back who he is, tone back who he is, tone back who he is. So, so and as you've gotten older, as I – and this is something that I've heard you say about um, hip hop in general. I remember thinking when we were kind of finding underground hip hop and all that, that this like labeling, this is hip hop. This is Sage Francis. That's hip hop music and everything else. The shit you hear on the radio, that's not hip hop. And, you know, have that kind of mind state. And I heard you once say that, you know, like who, who are you to kind of put a label on hip hop? Hip hop is, the beautiful thing about hip hop is it's been able to be so versatile and integrate into so many different cultures and be so different that everything could be hip hop. It's like, yeah. you know, and everything is hip hop. Yeah. It doesn't have hardly has a definition, uh-huh. honestly. It's, um, but I, I think in that era where the people, there was a certain type of crowd who would be like, and I was part of it too. I'm not going to front. Like mm. I hated the hip hop that was on the radio for mm. quite some time 
all except for Biggie and maybe, you know, there was a couple exceptions, but um, I'm like, that's not real hip hop. And then we've gotten this real hip hop mentality. Yeah. It's like, there are rules, there are structures, there's a structure. Elements. There's the element, there are. Yeah, there, the there's levels. There's levels four. to this. Like, how many <laughs> elements are there? Tell me now. Yeah, yeah. And, um, right. That, you know, that was, that was a big part of uh, our uh, mentality in the circles I ran with. And then it, you know, I could see how absurd it looked after a while and how it hurt us overall. Cause it was like, we're fronting on like legitimate artists who are doing good music, but we're trying to dismiss it because of they're not following our own rules. Mm, yeah. Um, and only, we only got better and more interesting the more we ad- abandoned a lot of the shackles that we applied to ourselves over our art underground hip-hop was boring as hell i'll tell you that for a long time and we thought like because we never wanted it to change like and if you deviated from a certain style or sound um you were suspect and by the time i came out with personal journals trust me i was shitted on by a lot of traditionalists um, fundamentalists because it, you know I just branched off in so many different ways and I started talking the way rappers aren't supposed to talk and um, exploring subject matter that is not comfortable to a macho crowd and um, and it happened all at the right time because the audience the people were ready for that change they didn't know it mm. and um, it helped other people open up their own I mean, I was part of like a, a crew of people who were all doing very interesting stuff. It's like, I'm not saying personal journals was that like lone trailblazing album, but it, it was a significant and loud part of that era that um, opened up the doors to allow a lot of rappers do what they're doing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they probably don't even realize yeah, expression, <laughs> you know, express emotional and being view, vulnerable. Yeah. Became popularized too, yeah. back then. Yeah, it was yeah. a change of direction in, the, sure. in the scene, definitely. Personal yeah. journal, different than anything I was Classic. listening to. Yeah. At that time, I was listening to fucking like No More Greener Grasses and and yeah. like uh, Fuck the Very Dumb awesome. and like uh, God, God yeah. Loves Ugly, early just just early high road. Like I said, yeah. yeah, like just just anything like that. And then for that to come out was a total left turn, you know. And it was great because I remember going to see you in like oh five oh six, and it was amazing. And then. I seen you again in 2019 at uh, the Holy Dive Bar in Sacramento, and you're just as amazing. DJ No Spinzo, you turn around, you're fucking with the computer yourself. You're a fucking beast, man. The energy is unmatched from then till now, and that's like a fucking 15 to 17 year gap, man. You're there. Yeah. This is my DJ. Shout out Hell DJ yeah. No Spinzo. This is what I use. That's what I know. I you're a fucking king, bro. So I dope. give it up. And you were fucking. I was front row. Thank my you. lady yeah. never seen anything like this. And I go, this man is a legend. She thought you were a cult leader. By the way, we all had our one fingers up, and yeah. everyone was just bumping. Sacramento. That Dude. was. A, I think that was a sold out show. It was. It? it was fucking insane. Elbow to elbow. Yeah, it was, that it was, was bad. That was a very, bad very as good fuck. show. Super dope. I love how you still bring it, man. You've yeah. always brought it, and yes. you still bring it. And man. the respect, and we were talking about this before you came on the show, is uh, the respect level that we had for you at the time. I mean, we were, I think, 16 or 17 at a show yeah. in San Francisco. 
uh, I believe it was at the Fillmore, yeah. and we we were smoking weed at the time when we lit up a blunt, and you stopped, and in the middle of the show, you said, hey, put that out. I have a long tour, and we were like, I looked, and that was the first time I was like, oh, fuck, that's right, and I like put it out put right it away, out, man. and I was like, that was a respect. At that time in my life, I, I probably would I appreciate that, because the year before that, I almost lost my voice forever. See? And, and we were playing, shoot. yeah. I think you, yeah. you mentioned that, and I thought to myself, this man huh. stopped the show just for that. Yeah. Like, this is a serious thing. That's in yeah. deep uh, conviction. I probably wouldn't have done that for anyone else at the time. And, you know, at that point in life, I was like, fuck everybody. But when you told me that was, I appreciate that. That was 2005. Probably. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Because there was another, there was another um, person in our touring party. Her name's Alexandra from uh, Soliloquist of Sound. She was actually, she was more uh, hardcore about that than I Mm -hmm. was. And I was mostly following her lead and making sure there was never smoke in the venues because she she's a singer with yeah, an incredibly yeah. angelic voice like a motherfucker and she can sing an you cannot mess with smoke whatsoever and then when we were done those shows uh for a long period of time that was a very long tour we did two actually two in 2005 but um we would not talk we would use um sign language or like we would write stuff to each other so outside of the stage we never talked. Wow. Um, even going into like rest, uh, gas stations and getting food places, we did not talk. We reserved our voices. That's how important it was to us. And now you can tell my voice is not so stellar. <laughs> but um, we, I mean, that was the biggest tour of my life. Uh, 2005 was the most, one of the most heavy, if not the most heavy touring periods of my life, which followed every previous, every year before that was the most toured year of my life. So it was like, I got to figure something out because I don't want to ruin this for myself mm. and for others by, you know, overexerting and which I did. But um, yeah, I appreciate your story and your recollection of that and for not being pissed off because I don't like te- anyone telling me to do anything either. Like that. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I totally understood. But like, like I said, I come in from you, someone that we looked up to. And then the fact that you stopped this entire show just to tell us that it was like, it's like when you're at a comedy show and you're talking, someone's talking and the, the comedian is like, Hey, I'm doing a fucking show here. Can you guys take that outside or something? It's like, I don't want you to stop your whole performance and stop this show just because I, I wanted to smoke weed. I could wait till after the show yeah. to smoke weed. <laughs> I'm here to watch you. That's what we're doing. So exactly. yeah, we appreciate it. And your performance and like, like Matt was saying, the fact that you still threw it down from 2005 all the way to 2019 is a beautiful thing. Crazy. Do not disrespect the sage. Yeah. Nope. Hey, man. You, <laughs> don't, don't poke the beard. Don't poke the bear because he'll get you. Uh, you mentioned Slug. Uh, you know, just talking a little bit about artists like Slug, Aesop Rock, Illogic, Idea, Ooh, Blueprint, Blueprint. Th- that that orphanage crew. Um, we've seen an, an old school picture, I believe, that Actually, you took. In um, Illogic, we got a chance to talk to Illogic, and he we were talking about the picture, and he said the funny thing about that picture is Sage Francis took that picture, and it was in Idea's basement, I believe. Of right, it was a, when they were writing the song "Hold Mine." Uh, yeah, so I was, so I was staying with Idea at the time. I believe I took the picture, but um, his mother contends that she took the okay. picture. Oh. Kathy, like shout out to Kathy. <laughs> it's possible she did. I'm pretty sure I did because I I have it with my collection of photos from that um that whole era. I've like tons of it was done with a, a disposable camera uh-huh. because camera phones were not a thing yet. No. Yeah, yeah, that was I remember it very well. The whole the whole like the sessions, the writing sessions, them not including me in them, them <laughs> telling me to go away, Damn, stop yeah. bothering them. <laughs> You're annoying, Sage Francis. Stop it. 
you know, go play with the dog upstairs, like play checkers <laughs> with Kathy. You don't care. <laughs> you're from Rhode Island. You're a piece of shit. And oh, lucky you even let you like take a picture of us. Go hang oh, out with DJ. Man, the no North, the Northwest crew was being raw that they day. They were cold. Huh? They were cold. When did you first cross paths with the likes of Slug, Aesop Rock, Idea, people like that? Slug in 1999, um, <clears throat> well, I can tell you when I first met him. So yeah, 1999 in Milwaukee, I opened up for him and he he knew of me because of his connection with Anticon, mm. Anticon being the Bay Area yes, label. Yep. Um, that it was uh, a lot of there was a lot of controversy around Anticon and I think Atmosphere was trying and Slug was trying to separate himself from that and really didn't want to be included in that anymore. So he looked at me as as kind of poison, like you know, this white kid who's weird. Mm -hmm. Definitely like don't want to like get involved with more Anticon yeah, stuff. Must be related so was, to Soul. He was standoffish Jeez. to me. Um, I remember we were, at, we were at the promoter's apartment. Shout out to Jim Shaft. And uh, yeah, he was just very standoffish, very blunt. And um, and then we did a, a a radio show with Aaron Wade and we freestyled and it was, I mean, you could, I put that on the Still Sick mixtape, our, our session there. They're not good. Like I just listened to it the other day and I was like, yo, this is, I wish I didn't put this on this mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like neither of us come off, but did it, feel it was like a there was time like for me because it connected me with Slug. Because once we did our show together, when we were done the show and we we went outside, it was obviously dark. Um, he came up to me. He was like, "Yo," he was like, "You're a real one, man." He's like, like he just gave me props. He's like, mm -hmm. "That was the realest shit," and uh, like he basically was admitting that he thought I was like a, a fraud when he first met me. He didn't really want to do, and from there on, he just started taking me on tour. So like he, I hopped on atmosphere tours and early on and uh, with idea and abilities. So that's, I guess that's right when I met idea as well, when, when slug just kind of took me on these mm. adventures and uh, we, so much happened during that time. Yeah. That was like right before the God loves ugly tour. And then we did that together and with idea and abilities and um, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Dibs and uh, uh, Crescent Moon. I mean, shout out to all those cats. It was yeah. like, yeah. So yeah, I, I still I still think I was a weirdo to a lot of people. They weren't embracing me. So I always I got to give Slug the, the 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 props and the recognition for being that one dude who had clout, who was putting me on, sure. even though everyone he was down with was like, nah, fuck that shit. That ain't real. You know, yeah. he's a weirdo or whatever. Like I, but idea was lo all love like that cat, me and him hit it off more than anybody. Um, <clears throat> his passing was devastating in 2010. That, I mean, right. Everything when that happened is like, shit still kills me to that this day. And that was an end of an era really. Yeah. I, I've I've heard you say that that you really connected with Idea on that tour because you guys were the only sober ones on the tour at the time, and uh, you guys obviously loved freestyling and fucking around. And uh, what was that connection? Because I'm I'm a big Idea fan. I've loved his music ever since the early 2000s, and uh, you know followed his career as I followed yours as well. And 
you guys are very similar, not in styles, but I think in mindset, like uh, the philosophy and yeah, and very, very intelligent with your words and vocabulary and that. What was that connection like meeting, meeting idea, meeting Mikey and then kind of uh, watching him? Because you met him at a young age. He was, what, 19? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was I felt like we were both young. young. Yeah. He was younger than me, but I felt like we were the two young goofballs. He was goofy. <laughs> he was just a goofy cat. And I was goofy as well. And that's why we hit it off because we were like, we're not really, tr I mean, we want to impress people. We want people to notice us, but we also don't care if they look at us like we're stupid, you know? So we goofed off a lot. And um, he told wonderful stories. He was a great storyteller. He, he was a funny cat. Um, so his inflections, which I hear, like when I listen to Blueprint talk, there's a lot of inflections and styles that, remind me of mikey like one of them got it from each other like mm. something happened because i always think of mikey when i like yeah, hear certain friend. things that he says i just you know i don't know i love that dude um it's really really sad that he's not around but we've we've lost so many incredible people and fuck that's why it's like getting older is <laughs> it's yeah not the shit it's the curse but of the gift right <laughs> it's the gift that you're you're able to live and see this life but the curse is that you're watching Other your loved ones away, die yeah. you know that it's it's yeah tough. i mean every i don't really want to let's get off that topic because yeah. yeah. i don't, really don't want to talk about it yeah it's kind of like will. dampen this mood and there's no jumping back to no. jumping back to freestyling man Hit um you, do you start writing first or were you dabbling around with freestyling and spoken word and things like that or you know what was the transition to freestyling like and uh you know you mm. played a big part of that for a while yeah it was difficult because i was a writer and i am okay. a writer by nature but um <clears throat> and for many many years just being very um exact about what i say and very mm. meticulous and and it, it has to be exactly correct so that like when you freestyle that has that mentality has to go out the window right. totally mm. you have to let go of that and and there's a lot of people who never learn how to do that and thankfully i did learn how to do that but it took a long time and i would say in the late eight uh late 90s i did start to make sense of it um and there are moments where I, I, I feel like I totally, well, sometimes I shit the bed and so hey, that's what happens sometimes. You yeah. take the risk, you fuck up, oh, well, mm. at least you put yourself out there. But there were other times where I went off and in ways that imp I impressed myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, and to learn how to do that when writing is important. So once I was able to break free from how strict I was in my writing style and and tap into that freestyle ability and and the the free flow of thoughts and what can happen in a style and in a phrasing i feel feel like that really benefited um my music overall so i was i was never a lot of people claim they can freestyle and they can't mm -hmm. and um a lot of people say that you know think they're the best freestyler and want to give the, like make people think that they're great at freestyling is it's so silly. It's like idea was an awesome freestyle, yeah. you know, it's uh, not to bring it back to him, but it was mm -hmm. yeah. he, thing is with him. He had this insane um, backlog of words and phrases that always fit together. And we're like, so it's like you figure out people's tricks and their freestyles if you hear them long enough. And I hear that with every single artist, almost every single artist that I've heard freestyling. And sometimes as artists, who freestyle and they do stuff that makes me wonder i'm like 
dog did you really freestyle memorize that whole thing and pass it off as a freestyle because yeah. that's insane and almost everything you'll hear on the sway show anything that ever gets oh, wrapped yeah or they call it a free like it's yeah. you know black thought he's amazing that dude's not freestyling mm. <clears throat> that does if you were able to freestyle like that you could run the world you would own you like mm. you'd you know <laughs> thank you you're not topping on someone's fucking right. radio show and freestyling like that but um it's 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 a matter that people don't care about as much anymore back then again we there were purists who were like if you're not going off the top it's not a freestyle you, know, you, you get a hip-hop to merit you're free <laughs> yeah. that was a wwf era <laughs> you're not off the top brother listen here brother but it's true like you said like we were talking about earlier uh, the, that that I feel the same way, mindset feel that it. we had and i still kind of have that like I have when it. i see like you said someone post something and it's freestyle memorized I think to myself i'm like memorized oh. everyone has a different mindset of what free a free verse or something that you know they didn't write down they have in their head that yeah. they never put on track or anything Completely but off top. a free yeah, I get and, and people have benefited from that yeah. ambiguity in, in the word i did as well like there's times where i did verses on radio shows and i just like put it on mixtape call it a freestyle mm. uh, because i knew there was that ambiguity there but i will always point out the difference and we used to call those new york freestyles yes where the where your boy would back you your boy knew your word as he was coming for it uh <laughs> yeah, every New York artist was doing a New York freestyle. Yeah. None of them were really freestyling. The hype so my crew of kids would always mm -hmm. point that out. So I would say that early on, and then it just stopped being as important as it was. Yeah, I don't think people Nobody are looking for that anymore. anymore. Yeah, yeah they, I don't think anyone really cares about that anymore. People are looking for that slick, memorized rhyme trick. So you got so everyone likes that. So. Bars, everyone wants bars. It's bars. used in two different ways. There's the parlor tricks at shows where you go, you tell people to hold something up in the air. And, you know, they always have their routine. Um, the other way freestyle would, like, continue to s succeed and, uh, and do well for the artists is in battles. So that's really where the, the art of freestyling would shine when mm. you were able to act on the spot and respond to what the other person said. And even, like, most of that's gone now, too, because uh, MC battles are not doing freestyles anymore. No. They're do they know who they're gonna go against, you know. It's like MMA now. <laughs> you know? Homework. Yeah. I, homework. I've always said that. Compare it to MMA. MMA used to be a tournament and you you didn't know who you were fighting and you know, you fought your way to the top and then now it's you know who you're gonna fight, you set it up, you You've watched his fights and you, you know, train to fight for his that's, style. That's battling yeah. is kind and of those, like and that. those make for better productions, right? Yes. Of course. Yeah, that's yeah, what sure. happens with the like the, a lot of the freestyle battles are horrible you, you can't watch them more than once yeah. you know and a lot of them can be embarrassing so i understand <laughs> why the change had to be made because people were monetizing these events and trying to get the best out of the event mm. and it's a big crapshoot when you're expecting people to freestyle and always be on point yeah um <clears throat> and uh the the art of just having jazz sessions like freestyle jazz sessions where everyone's just bouncing off one another and um it's just that's gone now too so the the thing that we did with the orphanage freestyle i loved that event because all of us and not not all of us really knew each other i didn't really know asap or logic like i don't i don't get down with them like that or blueprint even though i battled him in scribble jam but we didn't we didn't know each other yeah but we all had our own specific skill set so when you put us all in a room together and you throw on random beats and you have goofiness happening at the same time so you can let down your guard and, and feel like, all right, we can have fun. 
you know, like we're not battling. We, we don't have to like make fun of each other. We don't have to feel like like being defensive or offensive. Let's just let thoughts flow. Let's like rhyme styles build off of each other. Beautiful. I want to see more of that. I want to see who can do that in 2022. Yeah. yeah. I want to see a crew of people just sit down in a fucking room and interact and that way. Go off to one another and yeah. have fun with it. Yeah. Can you do that? Entertain each other. That's what, I, That's what we do. We must around over here and we'll turn on a beat every once in a while and we'll freestyle as a group. And we're really, I'm what I'm trying to do is just entertain the person in front of me, get him to pop on something, you know, like, ooh, that was tight, or yeah. laugh at something that I say, yeah. or something, you know what I mean? That's what I think. It's almost always just reserved to car rides now. Yes. Or van rides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I used to love that at the end of a show. You know, when we'd go to the, these hip hop shows at the end of a show when they bring everybody back on stage and then everyone starts freestyling or, you know, spitting raps. Yeah, that was always fun. <clears throat> yeah, but those were those those are easy too. those. Yeah. Those are just too easy. Yeah. I, I loved having the ciphers outside of shows. Oh. And like there was an era where the artists who were headlining the show would also show up in the parking lot and just rhyme. Fuck yeah. Awesome. I, I did that a lot too. At a, at a certain point, I just had to stop doing that. You 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 do have to draw a line at a certain point, uh, and then people get upset and you're like, "Oh, you're too good for us now." It's like, nah, <laughs> dude, but I do need to get some fucking sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, those those are so good. I mean, I remember Mr. Lift from Boston. Yep. Um, I I just loved his his early stuff. I still love his stuff, but mm -hmm. his early stuff, I was like, I would get to see him perform in Boston, and then we'd, we'd be rapping with them in the crowd or outside is like that those memories really stick with mm. me because it did feel like a community it did feel like we were a part of a family of some sort uh, a tribe there was a like the tribe of underground rap which ate itself up eventually but had wonderful wonderful moments yeah and it meant something it meant something to be underground at that time where now it's you know it's kind of a flooded scene now with the internet and easier to make music, which is a another blessing and, blessing curse, and that a curse. We can make you can make music on your computer or your phone, but and saturated. make it sound just as good as right. somebody that has you know a hundred thousand dollar studio. Uh, have you? It's totally a ble the, the the blessing is that anyone can do it. So, you know, there's no gatekeepers that's saying no, you can't do this. I'll mm. only allow this person. Um, but before that was available the people who were putting out vinyl it showed great dedication to their craft mm. and it sh showed that they they believed in themselves most people never would do that you know like i feel like if you're going to put yourself out there as an artist show some initiative and show some investment in yourself and make things as proper as possible because you're right everyone can just record on their computer and throw it on soundcloud or on youtube and act or even on any streaming service yeah. and act like, Hey, I'm part of the crowd too. Like I'm part, I'm just as, you know, I'm just as relevant as anyone else. It's like, I don't know, dog. Did you fucking get this mastered? Did you, <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. You have an engineer or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad saying that. Cause I don't like, I am the most low key and low grade motherfucker out there. I like, I feel so fancy with this new camera. <laughs> like, I don't know why it took me so long. I was like, "Oh my god, I bought it on you know, it was on sales." Like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself. There you go. It looks good. It looks oh, good. Oh, you're looking good yeah, on it there. Looks good. <laughs> you were the first hip hop artist signed to um, a punk rock label, Epitaph. Mm -hmm. That was in what 0405, I want to say. You released a healthy distrust first. 
and another album or two after that. Uh, what was that experience like being the first hip hop act attached to a, a you know a punk rock label? It was great because I liked just being doing things differently, and um, I around that time, a little bit before it was in 2004 that I signed with them. 2005 when a healthy distrust came out but all those early 2000s hip-hop labels or other types of labels were looking for the next eminem because eminem was just popping off so hard commercially mm-hmm. and they were they were out there hard like atlantic records was sniffing around everywhere they were signing white rappers left and right and then shelving their their albums um <clears throat> i got approached by a couple different labels and they gave me bad vibes. They they made me feel like that, you know they were gonna try to craft me into what they thought would be sellable. And Epitaph was the first bigger label to to approach me and just be like, "Yo, we get what you're doing. You have your fan base. We'll never tell you what to do because you already know what you're doing, and no one's doing it like you. So do you, and let's do this. Let's put yeah. this fucking out. Let's make this bigger than it is." That's so, awesome. you know, I, I helped make them a lot of money. They helped me make a lot of money at the same time. Um, that's why I signed to them. And it, like the novelty of being the first rapper signed to Epitaph is cool, too. Uh, I mean, at the time, I was like, yeah, that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I just wish I didn't do a three album record deal because I didn't understand how long that would take in my career and how much money that would end up costing mm-hmm. me down the line. But uh, th- those the early stages of that in 2004 and 2005, mwah. Beautiful. beautiful period for me because that also when the biggest tours were happening and i got to play legendary venues such as the Fillmore mm-hmm. and you know stuff like that it was it was cool but um they also saw uh a similarity between what we were doing in indie hip-hop and what they were doing with the indie punk scene oh absolutely earlier on they saw uh the how the fan base was growing how we were touring heavy in small towns which was not a thing that hip hoppers really did mm-hmm. like the bigger tours it was always big tours it was always arena tours and here we are th- driving to bumblefuck nowhere playing whatever and 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 building upon that every time we went back out on the road and he saw that he saw, the president was Andy Kaufman uh, <laughs> Kaufman <laughs> Andy Kaufman um <laughs> so he saw when I played California he would come to the shows and he would just watch me drag my suitcase in open the suitcase and then there's all my cds and shirts and i just start selling right away to the fans he's like i've never i haven't seen this in so long so i think like it hit the nostalgic buttons for him and um he championed me big time helped me get a lot of um he just helped boost my signal in a lot of ways so i appreciate that but that's what it was like that was you know they they were hands off they were big fans of mine that was a big deal to me like they like really truly loved my music and um they let me do whatever i wanted nice and that's always the best yeah. when you get your free chance to be free you know, to have do yeah. whatever you think is right no one telling you no is always perfect do you now do you know no in a curse though that yeah. was a blessing and a curse yeah, like, yeah. i wanted that but maybe i needed somebody to tell me certain things something. but Whatever. Sometimes it's always good to have a little bit of a leash on the on the project. But <laughs> the, did now learning from those experiences, do you pull from the the good and the bad of those experiences to help with how you run your your label? It's totally different. Your label is, but it's still yeah. you're still oh, a C- CEO. I, I know you know both sides of the coin, so I, you know I know what 
I've worked with a lot of labels. I, I thought it was important at first for me to spread myself out, make sure I wasn't mm -hmm. contained by one label or in one territory. Um, so I learned the good and bad things about each label and what it's like to operate with the label and how to how I felt vulnerable by a label and I didn't want to do that to our artists. So I give a lot more like leeway to our artists and um, I hope that, you know, it's tough to figure out how to run a label now because it is so different from when I first started out. And I feel sorry, for, I feel sorry for new up and coming artists because I'm like, we can't break you even on social media. Mm -hmm. Even though social media is our main access to the crowd, it's the, the, the algorithms have clamped down so hard that you have to pay in order to access your audience. And still that's not gonna be even close to what it was like back when it was organic. Yeah. Like even in the MySpace days, um and even early facebook days it's totally different now so all the rules are different what do you gotta fucking do and we're figuring that out as we go i i just hope we have earned a following who is happy to share our material with their friends and other people who like the kind of music that they like because that's the best way our music is going to get out there outside of touring and we're not really touring anymore mm. i'm not i may at some point but and and a couple of our newer artists are like Black Lick, um, and Jesse the Tree are the and early adopted. They're the main people who do shows around this uh, or not this area. But um, I'm going to try to get them to as many places as possible. But I can't do that if they don't have proof of a following mm. in all these different cities. You know, it's it's just so different. So it's, yeah. it's, again, it's sorry to those artists, but we're doing we're going to figure it out somehow, some way. It's scary to think, just like you're saying, it's like there's nowhere that anyone's just dipping from randomly like it was with Kazaa or Napster or LimeWire. You don't just dip randomly and find random artists like you can't. There's just nowhere like that anymore. And if like you can't, you can't just go on Spotify and hit randomly play and run into a Sage Francis. They just don't allow that. What yeah. they're what they're showing you is what they think you want to hear. And that's not what I want to hear, you a know. Lot of the times, yeah. And that's what that's what's kind of crazy to think. Like it's so hard to find new music myself personally. So it's just, I could imagine for somebody who doesn't know what they're looking for at all, how hard it must be for them to yeah. find new music, new people. You yeah. know what I mean? It's crazy. Hard to get new right. Fans. I I totally agree. And it was different. They, those those like fought, like finding new artists was easier only a few years ago. It got yeah. worse and worse and worse. Like I'll if I play like a Sage Francis channel on a streaming a site. There's other people. I guarantee you, like one song into it, I'm like, "Fuck this shit!" I turn it <laughs> yeah. off. Like, I don't like that shit. <laughs> yeah. And this is me. Like, it's supposed to be stuff that is like me. It's yeah. not like me, motherfucker. Yes. Like, that is not, not Sage Frank style yeah. material. Like, not anything like it. Amen. Because they, those are those artists are being like they're the the company the bigger companies just get their artists on all the playlists and pushed to the top of algorithms yeah. or through the algorithm. So it's, it's every, it's all manufactured. It's not organic whatsoever. And, and music and the listenership will suffer because of it. Mm -hmm. it sure. Everything goes around. Hopefully it evolves at some point and uh, it comes back around to 
I mean, I don't see how it's going to, but at some point, hopefully it comes back around to where we're, we're, we're looking for music. Maybe record shops come start popping back up mm. in the area. I don't know. Cassettes Something's cool going to happen. Cassette tape, should happen. Cassette tapes Vinyl's are cool coming again. back. Vinyl's, Vinyl's been back. back. Retro's coming. Everything's coming back. No, all the, all the physical stuff is novelty at this yeah. point. Like, yeah. Tapes were cool. Like they did get cool again. And like, we love making cassette tapes because that's my origin. I will, I always love making cassette tapes. When's the last time I listened to a fucking cassette tape? Yeah, it's right. just to have. Like, it's just to say you have. <laughs> yeah, it's it just to have. Much. It's yeah. good to have. I yeah. like it. Yeah. That's novelty. I, you know, yeah. getting them at shows. But mm. man, they are increasing the shipping prices through the you know mm. postal service. Everything is like gas. Yeah. Like if you're touring, good luck with your gas, gas prices. prices. Right. Um, everything is making things much more difficult mm. every, at every turn. And if Congress doesn't figure this out. I'm going to fucking run for Senate. Let's hey, go. Yeah, bro. let's do it. Hey, you got Stage four votes Senate. right here. Let's I'll tell you that much. Senate. Believe it. Hey, man. Well, I'm truly grateful for Strange Famous Records. And, you know, it's, it's really introduced me to new artists like B. Dolan and Mopes, formerly known as Prolific, yep. and Black Lick, uh, Wheelchair Sports Camp, people like that, man. Um, so I'm truly blessed that there's, Oops. you know, a, a record label out there like you yeah. guys and Fake Four still putting it down, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, shout out to Fig Four, shout obviously. Fig yes. Four, we we yeah. love Chesky. We were lucky enough to have him on, and he spoke greatly of you, obviously. Very highly, very highly. I, and I, I could see a lot of, you know, you guys are very similar in your work yeah. ethics, oh, yeah. too. Very, very, I mean, he's very involved in a lot of different projects, has always got some kind of hand in fire, and it seems like you've been like that for the last 20 years. Yeah, we are, um, I mean, shit, we're both based in Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he's in L.A. Yeah. now, I think, but... um. Now I'm in Connecticut, but he we're we're different in so many ways. He he makes friends with everybody, so he knows everybody. He's on everybody's good side. He's you know, <clears throat> and I keep a tight circle, which mm -hmm. he is a part of. And it's just funny to see, like the things he benefits from, but also gets hurt from gets hurt from by being just so open and free out there and and, mm -hmm. and great to everybody. I'm just like I'm too like not i can't have you around me i can't have you on my song i can't have you in my crew yeah you you know you're suspect and like you gotta be careful you gotta got the, be got the walls up a little bit he makes it work dog like chesky is a special cat we st the last shows that i did were with chesky uh -huh. um and we toured and i was like man we should have started doing this a long time ago because i'm getting a bit a bit long in the tooth to be doing <laughs> hardcore tours yeah. <clears throat> but um it was such a good energy with him and i think it was a great dynamic between him and i mm. on stage the crowds like it obviously made sense mm. that you know why didn't we do this before that's that's a bit of a regret of mine but um yeah shout out to him hopefully hopefully when you're ready to get back out you guys can team up and yes. we would love to see that I'd love to. we would be That'd out be there awesome. in a heartbeat definitely i really like the combo man so i'm looking yeah. forward to hopefully some more stuff in the near future will sage francis be rapping at 50 years old i hope so oh uh, yeah yeah I, I might be in a wheelchair <laughs> a walker Not like coming a out on wheelchair but oh, like this one Oh, there you <laughs> go. Like roll around on there, stage there you go and like not exert too much energy and like speak in a the joystick no more, is... no more, uh, no more front flips landing on your back. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking because I go to physical therapy now, and I got all fucked up body parts. And I was today, I was, I was thinking about that exactly what you're talking about because, um, 
It's, those are the 2005 tour. Yes. I was doing suicides. I was ju- like flipping over onto my back <laughs> and like doing stupid shit on my body. I'm like, I'm always gonna feel good. Nothing's ever gonna go wrong. That's invincible. That's the that's I, the safe. I was invincible. Francis. I was totally invincible. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm. 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 There's a reckoning. That's all. Well, that's, yeah. We uh we really do appreciate you spending this much time with us and coming yeah, out do. and spending a Friday and being a father myself. I know how precious this time is with the family. So mm-hmm. we appreciate you spending it with us and. Uh, we look forward to all the projects that you have coming out in the future. And like we said, hopefully getting back on the road and we can come check you out. And then right, I got a lot of music in the works. Yes. I've got a podcast in the works. I've got videos in the works. So it's all going to happen. I just hope people stay tuned and don't forget about us because you may never he- see an update on any social media <laughs> <laughs> publicists out there who will touch our shit with a 10 foot pole. Yeah. Just, always in the back of your mind i hope my voice is there echoing strange famous yeah yes where now where can people keep up with that uh you know might not we might not learn a bunch from the social medias but where can people keep up with sage francis and strange famous there's strangefamous.com and or just search us on the social on social media sites we're all there um a lot of us are bad at social media Mm. um so you know don't judge us we're just trying to play the game you know yeah <laughs> it's hard it's hard don't mad don't get mad at us because we tweet like 12 year old girls but, um, <laughs> we're there yeah. we're there and we'll announce as much like we'll always make it a, you know known what we're doing so um yeah strangefamous.com is has always been the hub uh so check it out and Hell support yeah. when you can. We really appreciate it. Most we really appreciate you, yeah. all the work that you put in over this these years and keeping it hip-hop, whatever the hell that is. But thank you for keeping it hip-hop for us, for the fans. And uh, we, like I said, hope hope to hear more from you. And hopefully we can do this again soon sometime. Big yeah. shout-outs to right. you. We wish you the best. Big shout-outs. Yep. Big thank shout you. Out, Have man. a good weekend, fellas. Yeah, you, you too. too man, Much man. love, and uh, and uh, hopefully everything you know continues the the success continues to come your way. Me too. All right, say keep it straight, Peace. man. Peace. All right, guys. That was your boy, Sage, 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 Sage Francis. Francis. Hell yeah! I'm gonna take a leak. Real oh, solid dude. Super solid dude. Oh, man, here. we're doing some crazy shit right now. Look at this. We're coming in like five different views right now. <laughs> what up? What up? Whoa, what up? We're all over there. Hey. <laughs> wow, what a big shout out to Sage Francis. Francis. Wow, man. huh? My God. Huh? My God. Good God. Good, Good God, God Almighty. Almighty. The strange one was just here. Did that? I mean, that pretty much uh, Ooh, checked all boxes and ah. pretty much like, you know what? A lot of people will tell you, do not meet your idols. Don't meet the people that you right, love, right? right because right, right. they're going to let you down. They'll disappoint. They'll disappoint. And oh, I mean, I'm not meeting these people in person, but the interviews that we've done, and I've said this over and over again, we're so lucky that we're yes. we're getting to talk to gen- genuinely good people. Yeah. You good know, people. great artists, great musicians. But a solid fucking person fucking just good for talking people. to them. You know, fucking like love. You, and you knew, I mean. You could tell if someone's putting it on. You know what I mean? Check it out. Yeah, and yeah. you know from his from his uh, product, from his music, and from listening oh, and following him for so long that he won't he's a real it. motherfucker. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah. It's All, Sage, baby. always kept it real. Man, were we lucky. That uh, I mean, super lucky just to talk to him. 
um, sure. to have a conversation, and he stayed with us for over the time that we wanted, almost an hour with solid, Sage. Solid dude. Yeah, thank wow. you so much. Once thank again, you, Sage, Sage. Uh, that was an honor, and looking forward to more in the future. Can't wait. Check out Sage Francis's music if you have not heard it yet. Come on now. Please go check out. And, run. And, and, and the, don't walk now. Run. Yeah. run this off now. Don't walk. <laughs> run and go listen. Go to Strange Famous and find all those different artists. We got. We were lucky enough to talk to Mopes, AKA, FKA uh, Prolific. Prolific, a few months ago. And mm-hmm. another great human. He's a part of the Strange Famous family. Then also uh, Blacklick, which he was just talking about. Amazing fucking mm-hmm. artists that yeah. have been coming up, doing sure. their thing. Um, who yeah. else? Dude, B. Dolan. B. Dolan. Epic, Epic Beardman. Epic Beardman. Good Sage God. Francis and B. Dolan. What a hell of an interview, though, man. The man is so down to earth, so guy. cool, so nice, and yeah. understandably, like, just seems like he's so with it. With he's a father times. like yeah. us. Yeah, he's, and he's with it. He's with it, though. He's not. He's not letting hip hop pass him by. He knows what he's looking for, he's, and he knows what you should be looking he's for a too. Father in the flesh, a father of children, a father of hip hop children. Oh, he's a yeah, father. Father of hip hop. <laughs> he's a bad motherfucker. You know? oh, yeah, Shout man. out to Mr. Sage himself. If so. you haven't heard Copper Gone, uh, that was his uh, latest solo album that came out about eight, Grace year, on eight years ago. Fantastic. Check it out, man. It's it's a dope album, man. Yeah, dude. Grace Check is it out great. If you the whole it fucking album's good. Check out the epic. He kind of went too. over it, but the fascinating thing I think about him was the fact that it was in that Napster age, and it was like, mm-hmm. do I want to put myself yeah. out there just like, hey, yeah. throw it to the wolves, mm-hmm. or do I want to fucking right? Yeah, know, put a price tag, a demission. It was a ballsy move too at, the, at that, that point to I release like worked. the makeshift Patriot and all of that. Like he said, um, he took a chance, but he, I think it paid off. It paid off in, in the long in run. The, in the long run for Sage Francis, you got you um, got yourself the right audience you're looking for. I, I mean. mean <laughs> It'd be weird to see like if you how that would have turned out. Like it right. more than likely probably yeah. you know, wouldn't have if you don't permission. like if if your audience doesn't like what or you're doing now, I feel like then he got you know, he didn't get the right people along the way. But mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone understands where he's gonna move and where the way he's going is, you know, yeah. I mean something that they all appreciate. Sage Francis is definitely a staple name in hip hop, man. Well you now know. we're now they're on the subject. Yeah. You know? What do you got for me? In regards to what? And uh, what's, your, what, what's your what the what, fuck? You got a what the fuck for what, me? What, what's your what the fuck? My what the fuck you is... You got a what the fuck this week? My what the fuck is Vince McMahon just retired today. Sexual, sexual, uh, sexual covers up there? Is that, is that basically why he well, is retiring? What is I it? read is there some hush-hush money going along and everyone knows. Could be very possible. I'm it's sure. hard to hush-hush I'm sure that even has with a lot Vince to do oh, with it. Hard to hush-hush. Three million doesn't get you the hush you're looking for, it looks like, anymore. And I don't want that kind of hush. You're Vince McMahon. I'm gonna you're fired. Yeah, I need I'm more than puke. three. Hey, would you? Would, he's gonna. He's, he's gonna. gonna he's gonna puke. How would you feel though if someone was trying to hush hush you for three million? Would you just let it go, or would you try to be like, go ahead, tell everybody? I mean, like, um, I think at this point his name has been tarnished pretty much because everything's just out in the open now, right? Yeah. So yeah, what is what I'm disparaging I, his I name? No Give me the allegations. I saw some shit with his lawyer. Some sexual contact with his lawyer. Was, trying to hush hush uh, on this shit. So he. He paid four women uh, a total of $12 million, I believe, to keep quiet about that stuff. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes women. sir. For Vince McMahon or for who? Will you grab me a brew? Yeah, old Vinnie Mac, old Vinnie Mac that dirty old man. Dirty uh, Whatever you Mac. think I should have. <laughs> he paid four women. It's a bartender's choice. $12 million. To, uh, uh, I don't know. They're uh, killing me with a sweetie. To keep give it on the normal. hush. Just give me a normal. Hush, Whatever hush. you want, that's normal. To hush a hush. Yeah, so. that might be a little old now. <laughs> like like assault? Like that uh, kind of that'll right? do. I think what it do was what do you got? Sexual, mis- sexual misconduct, uh, apparently, uh, is what Mr. Vinnie McMahon was doing with these women. So uh, he paid him money to keep it quiet. So each one, about three? 
Uh, I guess. Because yeah. if there's four of He's them. Got, he can handle that. He can take. Oh, but how do you take a billionaire? Like a fucking but, even if you can handle it. Doesn't it suck you're giving out some millions that you work for? You're like, oh, God. God damn it. I mean, I'm a tightwad. Yeah. Even at the top, tw- 12. I want it to be a work. Million. I want it to right. kind of be a work. Once again, this it is, is a work. This is I want it to be a work. A big work. This is the same man that died previously in the, in the limousine <laughs> fire. Oh, it was it was blowing up. Can you show me the video? Can you show me the video? We won't show it, but if you want to see it, go Google it. Because you'll find it's on YouTube. Why would Rikishi do that to Austin? <laughs> no, why, would he, why would he do that to Austin? Why is he running him over for no reason? Was it the gimmick? What was the gimmick? There? I don't know. I don't know. Tell me about that, B. You're so telling you guys me that. the story? No, the story about the Give limousine blown up? Yeah. What's the story? So, uh, the limousine story, right? Uh, I think it was Austin that blew it up, or was it DX? <sighs> anyway, somebody, they're mad at him, whatever. They're going to do a funeral. They're gonna do a whole thing for him and for Chris Benoit. Dead? Then yes, Chris and then, Benoit? but then Chris, yeah. the very next night. Wait a minute, they were gonna say Chris Benoit died? No, that Vince McMahon did, oh, and they were okay. gonna do like a fake funeral, and then you know Vince McMahon would come out on Raw fucking a week later or something. They're gonna do this a big thing, but Bad then timing. the Chris Benoit thing happened. Yeah, like the night after the Raw, or maybe the night of Raw. And so they were like, they axed that whole storyline. This man right showed on. up the next Monday oh, night, yeah. and the whole storyline was just gone. Like the limo never had blew up. And they like, but get, the limo they get, had blew up. Oh though? yeah, on TV, on live TV. What the hell? And they just act like it never happened. Yeah, I do, man. You can't so do a funeral after the whole Chris Benoit deal. The limo blew up with him in it supposedly, and they didn't even talk, didn't even touch on it or nothing. Nope. I'm sure they had. Uh, they didn't even go for an hour. There was like, you know, we're. Everything that's gone on today, like we, oh. you know, we're so sad and all Wait that a stuff. Like, no touch on it at all. Even to, I never. think you just sweep it under the rug. I no. think that's what they did. Well, I saw that Ben Watt thing. It was pretty scary, dude. I mean, the guys, you know, the only one that knows is you know who. I saw that whole thing. That's some crazy shit, man. But then they also try to pass it off as Ben Watt didn't do it. Somebody broke in. I'm like, mm. uh, I don't mm. know. There's some crazy stuff there. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't want to touch on that because I don't know much about you it. You don't want to get there. Don't, don't want to go there. I don't want to go touch there because guess what. Some people like to say Nancy's a button pusher, but I'm not that person. I've seen that. I've seen I'm that. Not that I've, seen, I've, seen, I've heard some people say that. Before. Nancy's a victim here, not the fucking, not the. Uh, you spilled, there's a victim, and sp- then there's the suspect. Yep, not a suspect. <laughs> you spilled that on the carpet. Spilled it real good, didn't you, motherfucker? <laughs> spilled it real good. Yeah, that's the button what pusher. You gonna rub it in? Yep. And then you get a towel and you're cleaning it up. Stop rubbing it in. You're supposed to soak it yep, up. Yep. Look at you on your knees again. <laughs> uh, yep. That's button pushing as can be. I can oh, see it. Don't I can see do it. that. We can't do that. Can't R-A-P. do that. Let's go. Let's move on from yep. that. Let's right, move on from that. What do you got for that. me? Let's move got? on from that. I don't know. What do you want to do? Hey, man, Just freestyle. Oh, wait a second. Okay, Kevin okay. Pro's here. I was just thinking about just with that interview how there's we always combine or think about how hip hop and comedy kind of have like similarities. Yes, very much so. Uh, Andrew Schultz, who just put out a special, uh, yeah, did comedian, you hear about that? Fucking killing it! I, I did bought you it. Buy it? I Schultz, bought it Schultz, sure. yeah, yeah it. bought it, and he, you know, he's tell the story. Netflix axed it because it was too raw for notes. Really? They gave him and notes. so what he did was he bought it back. He took his whole entire life savings and bought his special back from Netflix, and then put it on his website. And absolutely fucking crushed. And it. now he's like, he, he called out to his fans. He's like, I need you more now than ever. And he like quadrupled his money back. Oh, it's just wow. cool seeing the the, mm. the fucking actual artist be in control like mm-hmm. through the paywall. What do you, you think? Of his, what do you think of his new podcast? L- Louis C.K. does that too. With, he has his specials. He's selling them. What do you think of his new podcast? Who? Oh, Schultz. Flagrant. Yeah. What do you think of Flagrant? Oh, yeah. Like, I, like I, no, the I way the way it's designed, the whole setup. Like, I like that. It's pretty sick. The couches. They did a whole new, whole new look for yeah, it. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. It looks great. 
They give it a tap of Ruski. There you go. It says that Andrew Schultz made over a million dollars by ditching Amazon. Wow. Um, so far, at least. Netflix or Amazon? And it only came out like Well, it says Amazon. I believe. Okay, so it was Amazon. A- Amazon. I knew it was a streaming service. From, so I, was okay. Awesome. Okay. I thought it was Netflix, too. From what I see. Maybe yeah. maybe Netflix had a part in uh But it's just cool, like, it too. him fucking putting his middle fingers up and being like, you know what? Fuck oh, it. I'm going to go on my own. Netflix you know? and Amazon. Both so, of them. Yeah, both of them. Gave him the X. And not the X going to give it to you. Not the DMX X. It's the... We don't want you here. Let's see what you got. Ice Cube says that Lil Wayne is the best rapper alive. Alive. That's right. The best rapper alive. He says his uh, his lines and metaphors are otherworldly. Kev Pro, what do you think about that statement? Do you think otherworldly? Little Wayne. Little Wayne? Wayne, the best rapper alive. I think I went through a little streak of liking Little Wayne. A little streak of Little Wayne. A little streak. So so like a tiny Wayne. So a tiny Wayne. (laughs) A miniature Wayne streak. (laughs) He went through Uh, a little. That was like right right when he started doing his his own solo stuff. Like Uh a a Batman streak, huh? Yeah. Little Little Wayne. Cool shit. (laughs) Then, but. I, I don't really like the fucking. That's like the start of the mumble rap, I think, you know? Yeah, they say Paquito. he might have Less been the that? starter no, that's, or that founder Paquito. of mumble rap. Cool? And that style. But it's, it's, he's kind of got Too an less, interesting huh? style Too for sure. More. Okay. Give me a little what do you think about that statement? Little Wayne is the uh, best okay, rapper. Okay, let me tell you what alive. I think about that. Give me a, give me an extra for somebody piece. out there, there is, there is a Little Wayne lover that thinks Little for Wayne sure. is the best alive. But guess what? What? This room is not the that group. I mean, like music no. is. We've said it. It's subjective. It's a subjective oh, art form. For, so for somebody, it is gonna Very be fucking so. this so. greatness. For some other people, it's gonna be mediocre. For somebody, it's just gonna be complete trash. Think about some like old fucking white dude that only heard listens to fucking jazz music. Here's Little Wayne. He's gonna say that's fucking garbage. Yeah, for sure. I don't listen to jazz. It's garbage. So for <laughs> one person to say that he's the greatest, and Ice Cube is, opinion means more than your average person, obviously. But for Ice Cube to say that. Ice Cube doesn't listen to hip hop in my opinion. Doesn't yeah. mean much. Doesn't touch my opinion because he doesn't like the same music I like. So I, I mean, for him to say that doesn't doesn't touch my heart. Ice Cube doesn't listen to hip hop. He is hip hop. What I'm we saying, saying is, we that. just went over <laughs> this. Okay. Hip hop is everything. Ice Cube doesn't like the same genres in my fucking playlist. So maybe his opinion doesn't match mine. Mm. That's it. That's all I'm saying. You know, his his uh, what do they call that? Your uh, when it comes to your algorithm is not my algorithm. That's it. You know, okay. Simple as okay. that. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. I guess, I guess that's true. Listen. You know it's just crazy I just thought of we all have our own algorithm yeah, in our for sure. head. What we like not true. the computer algorithm, it's our brain telling us what we what like and then yeah. feeding us what we yeah, like man, and sure. rejecting the tr- the what true we don't. Algorithm is your brain. When you, we all have our computer God's ab- right algorithm. Yeah. Open up YouTube. God's all of us are <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! We need to get that. We need to get that on something. That needs to be something. God, say that, say that one more time. <laughs> that you heard that. Uh, yeah, that's I was just curious. One. Like, if you open up YouTube, mm-hmm. what's the things that populate on your mm-hmm. screen right away? I can show you. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Just uh, on the homepage. I like new to you. I oh, was but I'm on the milk crates and microphones one though. Yeah, this doesn't count. I got on my own Fucking personal self-indulgent fuck. This one doesn't <laughs> count. My personal is uh, trucking. A lot, of, a lot of trucking because of what I do. Uh, some old school wrestling, skateboarding, obviously. Very beautiful. Uh-huh. Camping and building like a lot of like cars and like uh, like the golden nugget shit like that. That shit's on there. Like yeah. my stuff. And Fabricating, then rapping, and a lot of old school wrestling lately. And so then, mine would be filled with like BMX, uh, comedy, comedy too, comedy, yeah, battle rap, Maddie Kramer, biking, stuff like that, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. mine would be a lot like Matt. Honestly, Matt will like send me a video and I'll be like, I just watched that because yeah. our a lot of our shit comes up. 
Pat you McAfee. Know, like Pat yeah. McAfee comes over my shit too. I have lo-fi oh. hip hop. I have uh, Hulk Hogan on yep. Johnny Carson in 1982. Oh, God. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I, got, uh, I took psychedelics as a Christian. What I saw was amazing. That's really? That was a video right How do you feel? Well. Speaking of the huckster. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that about his porno. How do you feel? Porno. No, no, no. I never we're not going to talk no. about I that. I don't know if you're going there. That 10-inch ten, ten beast. We're not going to talk <laughs> about that. That fool's a, a monster. <laughs> no, we're going to talk. What I was talking and about was black and Hulk white. Hogan, the biopic. The 10-inch beast. Bi- biopic? Or is it a bi- biopsy? Bio- biography? Biopsy. Bio- is it a biopic or a biopic? Biopsy. Biopic. I've heard of both ways. Biopic sounds like a biopic or bio. Well, it's a biopic. It's It's Hulk Hogan and who's playing him? None Uh, other than Thor. I want to think. Wait a minute. Uh, Uh, That makes that makes sense. This is like how jacked is this fool? This is a movie to come onto TV. What's Thor's name again? Yeah. uh, What is Chris? Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) Chris Hemsworth. This is a movie to come to TV or TV. No, it's going to. It's going straight to theaters. What's it going to be called? The Hulkster. It's a movie about the. No, what's it called? Hulkamania. Paradise Two. It's called Hulk Togan. The Weed Story. No, it's untitled. Yeah, it's untitled. Maybe Hulkamania. It's an untitled Hulk, Hulk Hogan biopic. Show me something. Show me a little something from uh, Chris Hemsworth. Look at Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you were going to say I'm like that each Jesus time. There's Chris <laughs> Look at that fool's jacket. It, it does look like the Hogan, though. It does. He looks too, th- a little he's too thin. Down. He's too thin. Yeah, I think Hulk's a little bigger. He's no, a little yeah. thin. Hogan, well, that was different. a different era. Era because different era. bodybuilding at that time. Bodybuilding. Nowadays, <laughs> bodybuilding is. Uh, there we uh, go, no, dude. <laughs> It's. It looks like him for sure. Well, but nowadays bodybuilding like anybody is wearing a mask. All about yeah. it. it looks like a Halloween <laughs> costume. Wig, I should say. Yeah. Give me some best Halloween Dude, Hulk Hogan's, and I bet you we could see you it. You as Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, like I was, was killing it as yeah. Dog. I mean, anybody. Hey, we did this last year. We did this last week. Give me some best Hulk Hogan Halloween. But you could have done the same right here. Yeah, been, for sure. Uh, actually, yeah. I don't think. Give me some images. Maybe not the shirt off. But what I was saying is the era of bodybuilding has changed. Now it's like more about being like thin and trim and being like. Oh yeah. Before it was getting stacked. Oh yeah. Being just yeah. as big as you can be, like putting on weight, <laughs> the they fuck? would eat hella dirty. Like now, it's yeah. uh, now nutrition is a bigger thing than it's ever been. Back then, hey, he's doing these guys right would there. just fucking on the far left eat throw down that one five right Big Macs that and fucking right six French fries. You know what I mean? He looks pretty. That's legit. how it once was back in the day. And it was called dirty. The uh, dirty. Uh, uh, so is that really the dirty Hulk? Hulk. Dirty Hulk. Is that really Hulk right there with the with the pointing with the Listen shirt? Listen to your brother. Yes, that's Hulkster. No, that's a fake, and that's how good he could be. That's how easy Chris Hemsworth could be. The Hulk. No, I'm saying the guy in the back is the real host. Oh, yeah, but the guy in the front, he looked legit from far, you know, but far from good. (laughs) Yeah, but... I'm looking forward to that. I think Hemsworth's going to play awesome oh, Hogan. Yeah. They when did is that, hopefully when is they touch on the porno. They did can the uh, Vince McMahon Netflix documentary I saw just recently. It was supposed to come out. He's been filming it forever. So Hulk oh, Hogan geez. documentary, welcome aboard. Jesus. So the Vince McMahon one tribulates his trials and tribulations yeah, and all the foul stuff too in the documentary, you think? Um, n- no, no, no. So it was all about this man becoming this powerful, successful businessman. It's shot in the way he likes. Yeah, of course. I mean, partly. Well, let me I'm tell sure. you a little something about McMahon. He is the greatest entertainment promoter of all time. For sure, I can imagine. I of can all imagine time. That. I can see that. And nobody in sports entertainment or gonna take in that entertainment. Away. I mean, I guess there's some music promotions, but that was just bringing in a lot of bands like uh, uh, Woodstock had over 150,000 people there, right? Yeah. But nobody did, did has ever done an entertainment concert like McMahon and had over a hundred thousand oh, in the stadium. True. Very true. With all kinds of celebrities attached to it. Dude, in the eighties oh, yeah. they were doing Man. that. They had Muhammad it, Ali was there? Jeez. In uh, the eighties when Cindy they Lauper when he kicked her in the face. <laughs> Cindy Lauper was there running it yeah. when she was at the biggest. 
Who really? kicked her in the face again? Yeah. It was a Roddy Rod Piper and kicked a, her in the fucking face. It was Hot face. Rod. Yeah, it was a Hot Rod. Rowdy. What a Rowdy Piper. Different eras. Different era in music. Different era in entertainment. Different era in... Re- I mean, everything was so different now to now. I was sitting out on my front porch yesterday and just thinking, like, for everything that's so much the same, Ooh. the fucking sky's still here. The sun's still here. It's yeah. all the same. You know what's crazy? This tree right here has been here since I was a little kid. Everything's the same, but the world is so much different yeah. around it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. parts are still there. Yeah, right. But everything's so the much different. The foundation is there. You know what's the same, though? After all these years, it's crazy. What? It's crazy. We went to the moon. We got somebody on Mars. We got all this crazy. World Wars. Tesla, we won World wars. wars. Cars are driving themselves. What else? I still can't what? put a fork in the microwave. What? Oh yeah, well, crazy, huh? Do you do How that's yeah. do that on accident? That's science. I know. I mean, I mean, you get that. Do you science. need that? No, <laughs> I don't do that on accident ever. You but on in purpose. general, though, like, no, I don't ever do it on purpose. But I'm saying though, and just if you ever wanted to, just scramble something up or do something, you know, warm or twist something up, you know, you know what I mean? Like mix them up and then put it back in there. You can't just leave the fork in there. Uh-huh. You know, you want to though. Then when your <laughs> fork comes out, it's so hot you can't even eat. Yeah. But what I'm saying I'm though is, fork. it does sparks. You know, no, yeah, it'll blow up your shit. Oh, you're talking nuclear bomb. What I used to do though back in the days, and Keta used to always get pissed. We used to get the light bulbs and put them in a bowl of water and then put them in the microwave. And those motherfuckers would do crazy colors. Yellow, blue, orange, pink, fucking crazy. Like ruining microwaves. No, no, I know. She used to get pissed. <laughs> no, no, like, you're no, eating no, no, out of that three, thing no, after. No, we always ate after. Three That's or four it. times, blue, like, the light bulb would I'll go. I'll tell you right now. Your Hungry Man TV dinners ain't tasting like Salisbury steak, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> and when you get to that apple fucking. It was bright. That apple turnover. It, it ain't no bright. apple turnover. It's apple turned inside out. Oh, it's apple bright, baby. My, my guy likes to put tin foil in the microwave. I do. But I mean, it's crazy, though. After all these years, you still can't do something as simple as that mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's that's like, what gets you yeah technology <laughs> of all the technology out there the one thing you that can't gets put you, metal in a microwave can't put metal in the microwave that's science, going to space though. and shit i mean like come on that's like george Costanza yeah, but that's like saying, toilet paper I'm telling you I'm telling you <laughs> that's like saying all these years and all this right? techno- technology you still can't cross the white and black wire you can't yeah but that's because it'll fucking kill it'll you, you up. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't changed you up. yet we haven't evolved to not being able to not be killed by electricity so what do you think is what do you think is always going to be the same and not change ever like ever nothing i mean just like uh, uh not even deep. landscapes yeah nothing can like not even water landscape. water's evaporating Rosen, yeah. uh, land is disappearing how long do you think before when you pull up to mcdonald's and there really is nobody there like <laughs> Wait, really a like, robot or yeah like the, the whole McDonald's. deal like the whole deal soon. like very like, soon. no you pull up the yeah, jack in the box years. mcdonald's taco they bell fully run on the inside forever on like, the inside you can place your oh, order yeah. on that screen no but you still got fucking carlos or josh or jose in the back or fucking tommy or sally they're making the shit on a lot of machines you're not dealing with too many people at the airport either. Yeah. But you're on the machines checking. Uh, how often or how soon before you pull up and it's truly welcome to a McDonald's? I'm how can I help years. you? 15 years over under. I'll give you 10. Six, 10. Six years. You're going under? You're going under? Over. You're going over 15? Really? I'm going I'm going 15 hey, over. Metaverse is about to come out and is out or is evolving shit's about to get really different you can order mcdonald's in the metaverse you can yeah. go to well, you can Mc- get a job McDonald's. in the metaverse yeah, but you can go to mcdonald's in the metaverse and order it and it show up to your house like through grubhub you can get a That's job what it does you can get a Why job just there. go on DoorDash. <laughs> you can get a job because you saw no, the you, do- you saw the job thing inside the metaverse. he wants to just hang out Doing really going ready player one yeah yeah what's up with this commercial where domino says you can place your order with your mind have you seen that it's, it's just a stranger thing it's fake it's fake yeah are you sure have you tried there's no metaverse Place the, place the order right now. One place my, it, One sig. of my favorite things. It's yeah, coming. It's coming. Large pepperoni. How crazy would it be if it showed up right now? How crazy would it be showed up? One of my favorite things about Sig Sig is his gullibility. Is that a word? Gullibility. 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 Yeah. Is, is yes. A word. 
I love that about this guy because he still every once in a while will throw something like that. He's a child in the eyes. Child in the eyes. I love it. But he's one of the smartest guys I know. For sure. One of the smartest guys I know. But he can also go. Can you order it with your mind? You need these men, though. These <laughs> I men right here make that. the ball roll. That's they make the ball roll. This is the glimmer of the sparkle of a could be a That's chance. Because I'm more so of a cynic when it comes to things. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Any yeah, quick movie, uh, movie recommendations? Yeah, TV recommendations before we go. Spree. Oh, Black Phone. We saw Black Phone. Did you Spree. like that? Yes, I loved it. Did you Spree. see Spree? I've seen it. The guy from Stranger yes. Things. Uh, what do you think about Black Phone, though? I remember Wolfgang. I thought it was great. Is it Wolfgang? His name is fucking Steve Steve Wilco. Steve Wilco. <laughs> That's the guy from That's Jerry, guy from, Maury. Jerry. Yeah. from Chips Ahoy. Yeah, what's his name though? Steve. Or from so Spree. Chips Ahoy. Spree. Have you seen Spree? No. Spree Super is good. a good movie on. Bring him in. Hulu. I want to say it's on. Yes, Hulu. Hulu. So it's about a. Uh, he's a rideshare driver who wants to go viral. He wants to go viral. He's been wanting to go viral for years. So he finds a way to go viral. He starts uh, murdering his ride, and uh, nobody believes his rides him. Live. Yeah, nobody stream. believes him. And no one's believing it. But him. nobody also believes he knows the mainstreamer guy that's, like, super popular. Like, nobody believes him at all. Yeah. Remember he knows that one guy and he goes to his house and kills him? Oh, you don't want to ruin oh, the movie forever. If you haven't seen Spree, check out the man is doing some crazy shit. It. I totally suggest it because it's really fucking good. What makes you, you feel weird. That's all good it is. What you've been uh, watching I'm lately. not only out on movie theaters. I think I'm out on movies in general. You're out on music, movies too. In general, <laughs> man, don't what? listen to music. You don't watch movies. What you do? is he doing in the house? That's funny you said the music thing is. I don't listen to music all that much. I'm out, of, I'm out on music. Brandon <laughs> sits in the house like this in the front of the wall. I'm telling these guys, there's sometimes where I'll take uh, my morning rides <laughs> on my like way to work. Crazy per silent. Silent, just my well, thoughts. You got, you got kids. You got me, too. I got a lot of thoughts going yeah. on. The music uh, helps me get away. He likes his quiet hey, time. I, talk to I get a lot for, of get, get away time for I my brain. I talk to people for 10 hours a day. So yeah. Like, I, I get what you're saying. I, I just want to, like, I'll turn shit off. Dude, Intimates is still cracking like that, huh? 10 hours a day, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> 12 on Saturday. Jesus. Man. Well, I'm going to well, I'm going to recommend also Black Phone. Uh, it's by great. Movie. Oh, excuse me. It stars Ethan Hawke. Okay, great Ethan Hawke make making return to the fucking big screen. Your, your arm is mint. Your arm is mint. Yes, yes. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen. Never it. Never been an Ethan Hawke fan. Really? Well, you would be if you Training saw this movie. Day? You don't like Training Day? Hey, if he saw Stop this movie, all right. You He'll like change you. He's what? a creepo right. Magipo in this fucking movie. Man, he's creep. super creep. In super this. good. Super good. Uh, he's wearing a mask most of the movie. At the end, though, you're like. Black van parked in front of this guy's house the yeah. whole time. Uh, yep. He's had balloons Spoiler. in front of the van. No, you don't, whoa, whoa, whoa. you don't know where that's him. coming from. But what I'm saying is, though, you don't know where that's if coming. If that from. guy was parked in your neighborhood, he'd be like, "I might be this guy." My guy likes to spoil movies over here, but it's okay. Super good though. I, I suggest it. Highly suggested. Yeah. Black phone. The yeah. Boys is something I watched recently. I watched so. episode. You're still one. in on it. I watched episode. One. I heard it's great. Fuck that umbrella. I heard Academy it's great. You say came back. I'm out on umbrella too. Are you out? You're oh out? yeah, finally I'm out. I, worked, boys is good I went through I the second season. You then saw your boy. I started the third season, and I just your boy can't Elliot? do it. Yeah. El- well, you know, once I seen that, I seen that on the on online like a year ago, and I was like, oh, I wonder how they're gonna write this into yeah. umbrella. Mm-hmm. And that, when they okay, so what we're talking about is Ellen. Ellen Page, Umbrella the Academy, actress right? Juno. You know Juno, oh, yeah, that girl that's uh, a guy now. Yeah, 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 so she turned into a guy. She was one. Okay. She is in real life now too. Yeah, she has like her shirt off and crazy stuff like no, that. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. So she's one of the main actresses on this TV show, Umbrella oh. Umbrella Academy. And so when I seen that she did that whole fucking trans- trans- transformation uh-huh. to Elliot Elliot Page now is her name. Uh-huh. 
I was wondering how they were going to do that. Also, how they on, do on it? The how show, they, do they it? changed the character. So they did the exactly what you think they would do. She came in as the girl, and they like were uh, transitioning from the third season because they had like this cliffhanger at the end of the third season. So they had to like go on with that story, right? But once they got out of that story, they told the story about how she went and talked to somebody, and she fucking found her real self, and uh. then she came back, and she's like, "I don't want to be known as." Whatever her name was, she turned into a boy, basically. So you're saying the limousine blew up? What happened? Vince McMahon? Was <laughs> <laughs> the limousine blew so up? So all I got to say is go back Umbrella to Academy, I'm I, out on. I was out first, way before that. First two seasons are great. I will say. I'm telling you, go me, watch the first two so seasons. It's mediocre crazy, it's, crazy it's crazy that you go, Amazing. On, it's crazy that you go on record saying that you left because of her transformation. I will no, say. No, 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 no. I'm out because of the storyline and the way that they fuck. I don't care if she's a girl or a boy. But I'm just fucking with you. The whole storyline is Is the movie good or is the third season? Sucks. Yeah, sucks. First, oh, first and second season that. are amazing. Well, I will say top rate, top uh, five. It's a, uh, a four out of ten. No, you're such a, a superhero. Super he's always like that the whole time. Though. He's the one who made so me not want to watch it because he try? already sold me on the no, and now the four out of ten sells me again. <laughs> How dare you do <laughs> this? Watch his garbage, but he won't watch this. But what have I watched that's been garbage? Check out, right? check out the boys if you haven't seen the boys. I've always been told to watch the boys. I, I just watched episode joke. one today. The episode oh, one, episode, season, season one, one, episode. How one. was it? Because season three just came out, and they just got nominated for an Emmy this year. The How show was it? I was like, I gotta check this back. I was on record with this. People watching this a long time. Keeps telling me my to, buddy Josh at yeah, my old Luma shop said it was good too. I heard it's about guys it. who don't have superpowers but say they do something like that or what? Check it out. It's, no, it, yeah, it, it starts. That. They just do dirty things like fuck each other and <laughs> no. touch each other. Well, well, I haven't weird. been. Why would we I, watch I'm only on this? Is like that for <laughs> real? No, no spoilers. Kevin. Wait a minute. How Kevin, Kevin, is that what's Kevin. going on in this show? No. Yeah, they touch like chicks' boobs without them knowing and stuff. Wait a minute. Why are they doing this foul shit? I didn't know they were. The man invisible, perverted stuff. There so. is some like bestiality. I might have to. There is I might have to yeah. second guess. Yeah. So the man's invisible. While he's doing. And, so we get some air in here. He had a little air up. Or but or it's good so far. Episode one, great episode. Check it out. It starts out hot. Starts out hot. You hear? You hear that? Uh, hot, hot, hot. Ben Affleck remarried J Lo. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations, Ben and J Lo. What? I didn't even know they were back together. He married Taco Taco Taco. He did Kisses. He married the hand. <laughs> they were together years ago, right? And then yeah. they got back yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, and Obviously. they don't have kids together. No, I thought they. How do they not have kids together? After because being together she's so hot, years? old, and she's done with he kids. He just eats the box just... all the time. He doesn't fucks her. God, that's horrible. And you, you gotta put it in. You gotta put it in. You well, know. Congratulations to Ben and. J So he's heating the oven. Benifer, he's heating the oven. He doesn't go inside. That's a horrible situation. Mm. You're good now. Well, you know what? I like Casey Affleck better. Who the fuck Whoa. is that? Who the hell Whoa! Is that? You his can't daughter? Say that. That's his, his daughter. That's his brother. That's his brother. What? And first of all, you can't say you like Casey, Casey Affleck better. Casey does not get the respect he deserves. Show me Damn Casey it. Affleck. He's overshadowed by He's a great actor. Plays in some great movies. What movie is he in right now? Off the top of your head, Matt. You always do. I don't know. I don't know who the guy is. Is. I've never seen him before. Give me a movie that Ben Affleck's in off the top of your head. Uh, fucking the one where they're all nuns. The one they're all nuns and they go robbing the banks. And then he's Batman in another one. All right, Batman. He's a Batman. He does a lot of indie films. He cannot say Ben Affleck and then say Batman. He's Batman, right, isn't he? 
You couldn't say is fucking. Is he Batman? You couldn't say fucking. Uh, fucking Days and Confused. He's in Big Confused. Days and Confused. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like yeah. a small role. He's, Ma- like, uh, he's, he's, he's giving some paddles shit. out. He's doing some. Mall rats too. Mall rat. What yeah. is he in? Great movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I like him a he's lot better. He's, like he's, he's in a lot of shit. He's in them deep movies. The you like, like him? Yeah, he's in indie films. I like he's him better. Yeah, I like him most. Get rid of Ben. Get Casey in. You're when I see Casey, when I see Casey, you know, you know what That's I think of Casey? What? I think Casey's in like a real, real quiet room, and he gets silent for a minute, and he's got this white T-shirt on, and there's like a pool on the left-hand side, and he's like, "They're about to come and take over." Ben our beats minds. that fool's ass. You know what I mean? Though, like, it's like it's like a deep thought, Casey. You don't see like a fun. You get to Casey. the trauma. In the Casey's always deep it, thought. Yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck is kind of both. He's more know? of an artsy, dark indie guy, but. Hey, Ben Affleck is he also how, some more how, respect. Damn, how do you like them apples? Come on, man, he's been there. I don't know, he man. was there for man. fucking uh, uh, what do you call it? Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. He's been he was there. On there. Okay. I think Goodwill Hunting. What else Good do you things. like, man? Ball rats. What else? Uh, ben, Affleck? Yeah. ben Affleck. The Batman. No, 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 no. Try to play Batman. No, no. One of my favorite movies of all time. One of my favorite movies of all time. Paycheck. Okay. That's not even Paycheck. Is that not that good? Is that him and Uma? I'm telling you, I rewatched it, and it's it's really not. When I first watched first it, of all, it's got Giamatti in it, uh, okay. so, so it's a fucking top tier movie if it's got Giamatti in it. Uma, 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 Uma. Why do we disagree on movies so much? I don't get it, dude. I don't get that it. is a top tier movie. Paycheck. It's one of his greatest movies he's ever done. Okay, let's check out the reviews. Let's Look at Giamatti. Calling it the greatest movie. That's twenty-seven percent rotten. I don't know. I'm sorry, I had to throw the worst fucking movie. We're calling it a good movie. The audience gave it a forty-five. Armageddon. I own it. I own it. Yes. I own it Thank randomly you. on DVD. Good on my side. I like it. <laughs> I like it. It's not it's a rewatchable. It's a rewatchable movie. That's good. Have you ever watched Paycheck? Matt? What's the other yeah, one? Yeah, I have. Uh, get, is that the one where he stops on the freeway with the black guy and they're no. arguing? No. What's that? No. One? That's collateral. That's collateral. Excuse me. Paycheck is where they erase his memory. Oh, okay. Well, it's not the one where he's been charged with crimes in the future no. without him doing them first. No, no, no. What's that one? Isn't that Equilibrium? With, See, uh, we're all different movies. <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> Paycheck, they erase his memory. Well, he minority creates a report. machine and then they erase his memory. Oh, and he brings all these pieces that he had to go back and <laughs> yeah. refill it in. Sick move. It's kind of like Momentum. Yeah, it's a sick move. Without the Momentos. tattoos. Momentum. Without the tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You liked it. I liked it. It was pretty good. Well, uh, you know what I like, though? For <laughs> real, though, out of all his movies, though, that was a really good one uh, for me. Ben Affleck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? I mean, what? Changing Lanes was good. Or School Ties. Okay. School Ties with You Know Who. I don't even know. Check that. out School Ties. You'll cool. know exactly who it is. It's the guy right. from SLC Punk. And then it's got a, what's uh, his name in it, too? Brandon Matthew Frazier. Lillard. Brandon Frazier, I think, too. Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Mill- Matthew Willard and, uh, and Brandon Frazier. Uh, it's called, uh, yeah, it's, I thought that one was pretty cool back in the days. It's not one of the ones that I'm like, recommend, but. That's a good one, though. School Ties, for sure. There you go. I got a little... Chris Connolly. Chris O'Donnell. Con- Chris O'Donnell from Batman. That's Dogma? Robin. Yeah. That's Robin right there. Dogma's you got Chris cool. Donnelly in there. That's Robin, Dogma, dog. right? No. Dogma's cool. That's a ke- another Kevin Smith movie, yes, I want to say. Yes, he's in Dogma. Was. He's in, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Jane Silent Bob. Doesn't nah, Kevin nah, nah, Smith have a brother? It, though. Yeah, nah. He's in it. I'm telling you. He's a part of that crew. Hey, Ben Affleck is a part of Mallrats, right? He's a part of that. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. But I wasn't sure if... Chasing Appearance and poor Clerks. Brendan Not Fraser. the first one, but Clerks. He's in too. Clerks too, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Poor Brendan Fraser, man. And the Turned thing into is, a real BFF. Is he allowed to be a part of that crew, really? Yeah, he's in, that, he's in that universe. Because I remember he, he, was, he was real low-key at a point, you know what I mean, with all these fools. I don't know if Ben Affleck's in Clerks. He's, he's, in, he's in, in Clerks 2. He's in Clerks 2. Yeah, he's in Clerks 2. That makes sense because the world the world's He was in Chasing Amy before. Chasing Amy, He ran the register. I was going to say Chasing Amy, but, you know. For sure. Yeah, there he is. He was Gawking Guy. 
Yeah. I like me some Jason Lee as well. Jason Lee's that. cool, I, I and he's a pro skater. I watched a documentary on him. It's on fucking Jason fascinating. Lee? Really? Yeah. Just about his life? Or yeah, what? just as a fucking skater coming up. You know what I've been okay. watching? All the different companies he's yeah. been oh, under. Yeah. He's, he's on Stereo. Dude. He was on Stereo. He was a cool dude. Oh, yeah. Nice guy. Cool. Dude. My name There's is Earl. Really cool. Yeah, my name is Earl. There you my go. My name is Earl. Uh, you know what I've been watching a lot lately? It scares me at night when I get extra fucking bakey. What's that? The Twilight Zones, the originals. I'm on season two right now. The black and white? Yes. I'm on season two right now. I like it. I've mastered season one. Sterling. <laughs> season two. Oh, scary, scary. Oh, hey, I love me some Twilight Zone. Have you seen the remakes at all by Jordan Peele? Uh, no, I haven't given those a chance because I don't, want, I don't want them to be ruined. Are they worth watching or are they ruined? I was thinking of your song. I don't think they're ruined. They're different. The originals sick. get me that looking. The sickest intro. The originals get me looking at my <laughs> back did. door the thinking I was going to come through the door. Like, I'm, like, uh, Ace I'm like paranoid when I watch them. They're so fucking Twilight good. Zone is Mental truly fucks. badass. Uh, great show. You cannot. He's wandering through the desert. He's it. drinking his canteen. It's he sees his boys over and over and over again. Finds out the guy's been dead the whole time. <laughs> it's know. fucking only. There's so many weird the spins that you think this could maybe happen. You, know, you think could. great, great song as well. Maybe, yeah, this maybe could happen. You and I, yes. could, you I, and I, I could pick a great I, song. A great classic underground oh, hip hop. The Twilight Zone crew. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh yeah, oh, I want to yeah. say a great song. I Twilight Zone, live. Song. I might have seen Greatest it live. Greatest intro oh, yeah. in hip hop history. That song, I'll tell you right now. When uh, when we first started doing shows, we put that song. I think we opened. That got a pop. We opened with we that opened song. With that, that got song. a pop. When yeah. we first started doing shows, we opened with that song, and it would drain us so bad that me and Steve were like, "Hey, we got to stop opening Why with Twilight that? Zone because it, it was is. just a fucking." Here's Steve. Here's Steve. You ready? Got it. it was a very draining, very draining song. Very long. Very draining. Very and like, a lot of adrenaline too. Uh, you yeah. definitely want to come out with a banger with your opener, but you definitely don't want to come out with a drainer. That should have been an ender. That was an ender. More of a because we were we'd get to like. Three or four song, three or four, and we'd be like, oh, "I'm fucking the done." Cigarettes are kicking I'm, in. Yeah, and, six yeah, are kicking in. The yeah. Golds, the fucking Twenty Sevens, the, the fucking Marvels, song. the Turks. Kevin did the intro on that song. I had a yeah, had a credit on that one. That's sick. Shout Still haven't gotten beat. paid. Hey, you'll never the payments paid. are coming. The payments are coming. <laughs> never get paid. No, like <laughs> no the royalties the credits are here. One day. The royalties will be there. I never got paid either. I know. When that money comes, we'll let you know. We'll get in touch with your people. What's fifteen percent of zero? Zero. I think you're doing pretty good. We're, we're doing the same. Nothing. 50, I'll, 50, right. 50. I'll split it 50-50. We both get zero. Okay, right. We can both get zero. And there's copyright split fucking. Zero, 50-50. And you get zero. <laughs> so anyways, while we're at it, yeah. what do you got for me? What have you been doing lately? What's new with you? Real talk. What the fuck you been doing? I've been just trying to spend as much time like at my brother's place with my niece. That's cool. I know. That's, I see her all the time. That's been like uh, family. Are they family pictures. Now? They're getting big. The kids getting big. Are they in town? Or are you going? To, uh, no, no. Just going over there. Like just hanging out with them. They I, named the baby Stella, right? Stella. That's yeah. cool as fuck. Sweet dude. little baby. That's girl. cool. Yeah. I didn't get to see that with like my other yeah, nephew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like just seeing that whole thing. It's like. Your Uncle Fun. Kev now. Re, re Uncle fucking Kev. Re he's Uncle Kev before, that. but now he's really Uncle Kev. Yeah, you could just feel it more. and, and Yeah, more responsibility. Isn't now. it weird how you just know the difference? Like, it, you could just tell the difference right away, <laughs> and it's in the air, but nobody knows. Nobody wants to say it, but it's different. What's exactly. in the air? The change? The change. Like, you can feel it. I'm sure, like, from being, like, someone's, like... I'm gonna see these people all the time opposed to I'm oh. Uncle Kev, but I yeah, see yeah. you I see you on every Christmas and Easters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like you're an everyday I'm more, uncle. I'm more involved. If something goes uncle. down, I might call Kevin. I'd be hey bro, I gotta run real quick to the store. This came up. Can you watch the baby for a second? Boom, Uncle Kev's here for a quick jam. Yeah. 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 So it's been cool like seeing that cool. that progress, that fucking change, mm. you know? 
Yeah, and uh, not only just in the baby and your brother too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's fucking. Cool too, right? It's he's fine. He's a papa too. now, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy yeah, yeah. to see him be a papa, huh? He, he he's selling it on the grill. That's what his his new thing is. Yeah, now. don't catch Barbecue. yourself on fire. As long as he doesn't do that, we're in good shape. <laughs> papa grill. Huh? This fool. One like time that. we were doing a uh, <laughs> fantasy draft at his brother's house, Chris, oh, Chris's house, and he's uh he's Smoking. gonna smoke some meat, right? Yeah. And the smoker, he's got that little thing at the bottom, and da da da. He's got all these things. Got it all lit up, and we're inside in the middle of drafting, and I'm the only one facing the outside. Everyone's kind of got their backs to the outside, and he's got this backyard. You can actually see what's going on. And there's glass windows, and then there's the swimming pool to the house, left. Right? No, 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 no. It was at Chris's house. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's a swimming pool to the left, and then the grill's like right here, right? Chris opens. I see him bend over, and he opens the little slot on the bottom, and there was way too much heat and pressure, and it created a backdraft. Back, it blew at him, And it huh? went. And it sounded like there was a lion outside, Jeez. and everyone was like, "What the a fuck?" Roar. Was yeah, it was a roar. Why would you open the bottom though? Just because you're top. supposed to. That's how you're supposed to like to check the smoke, check it to see if it's hot enough or whatever. Something happened to where it created a backdraft. I'm sure there was alcohol. Anyways, this was a factor. The flame came out and lit this fool's legs on fire. What? Jesus! What? For real? For real? So Holy. I, we all heard it. And we're like, "What the fuck?" And I'm Jeez. watching it happen. Chris runs. Swimming pool's this way, right? Chris runs away from the swimming Why pool. Why would he run from the pool? Then he runs, sprints to the swimming pool, <laughs> and jumps in. Benny Hill music. In the middle of all that, I go, <laughs> everyone goes, what the fuck was that? And just kind of look around and go, Chris is on fire. Oh my Jeez. God. <laughs> you saw the whole thing. Everyone looks, and that was like the quote of the night. Chris God. is on fire. Brimstone. How bad was he burned? Bro, his, he had to go to the hospital. His Second fucking degree. legs were spilling. Really? Like that se- bad, Second huh? degree burns. Jeez. And he didn't wow. tell my, I remember he, he didn't tell my parents. And, and That's science. And I fucking science. had to go up there and take him to like all these doctor visits. What happens, Shout out, though? Chris. Like when you burn your legs, <laughs> do they give you grafts at that point? At two? No, not at that. No, they caught it early enough. Yeah. Jeez. When and you get grafts, and one. not only that, he was smart. He so went, one is the worst? One's the worst. So second degree, third degree, fourth degree, those, third, are, those third. are good? Third, third and fourth? Worst. I thought third and fourth were the worst. I thought first degree was the worst. First degree was the worst. First is the worst. I thought oh, third. Oh, no, somebody oh. better look this up. I think it goes further. Well, I think third and fourth yeah, degree no, no, burns no. are the worst. Listen, Second degree is no first degree. degree is sweet. Time out. There's no fourth degree. First degree Only is the third degree. Yeah, it's a first degree, second degree, third degree Third degree is the worst it can be. Yeah. I think first degree is just puss. Second Google? degree, you're hurting. Third degree, you're done. Yeah, four, fourth is the worst. There's a fourth. Oh, there's a fourth. There's the fourth. Yeah, <laughs> okay, see? okay. You, know, you ain't been there there's before. There's no coming back. Yeah, you know, there's, there's no, no back, back from there. You're a different person after four. You're Freddy Krueger. There's Freddy Krueger wow. after four. I was going to die in that hell. I knew that third degree was bad. Because has motherfuckers with third degree. The man was burned. The man was burned bad enough to go to the hospital, though. That's bad. Dude, oh, and he didn't, and he didn't go to the hospital until after hold on. the draft. He There's a fifth, too. Yeah. A lighter. Give me a lighter. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Hey, he wanted the rest he of the story. He was drafting. Give this man a lighter. Yeah, I want to hear the rest of the story. <laughs> As he's hearing this <laughs> story about being lit on fire. Give so, a, a, <laughs> a fantasy draft usually lasts around four hours. Okay, okay. What time are we talking here? What's the times? <clears throat> probably, he got probably lit on fire around six o'clock. What time the game? What time this whole this whole thing started? <laughs> this motherfucker stayed in the pool until about nine o'clock. You're lying. Sat in the pool. He was in the pool the whole time, just burned? Drafted from the pool. Oh, my God. God. We were in he the house going. and we were drafting, and he'd go. The show must go on. The dedication of this go. man. Arian Foster. And we'd be like, Chris, wow. he retired last year. <laughs> no. <laughs> he may liar. come back. He may come back. Is this the Foley? Is this the Foley of Bedford? Isaac Redman. Chris, he got cut last week. <laughs> Jesus. The man didn't do any homework. Beanie fucking well. No, he didn't have any paper or anything in front of him. Oh, He's in the swimming geez. pool. He's just throwing out, just yeah, throwing out names. names. Damn, dude. That's fucking wild. So, so all said and done, after the emergency 
emergency room visit or the hospital. He's all good. You he's can't all even good. tell. Yeah, no, you can't no even skin tell. grafts or nothing. Oh, that's good no, to go. That's good no, to go. No, no, the pool saved him, bro. The fact that he was able to get in that swimming pool. Yeah, he cooled himself down. That's awesome. Good times. I'm ready for football. What does a man, man. do when football's back? In, let's talk about we're it. We're in sports limbo like, right for now. The longest the worst time. time. Yeah. So during the All Star break of baseball, so Thursday was or Wednesday. Wednesday was the worst day in sports. The only sport that was playing was a women's basketball game. That's the only <laughs> professional sport being played on last Wednesday. That's the only day of the year wow. where that will happen. Sounds like a league of their own. A league of their own. <laughs> well, the guys aren't at war getting killed, so it's kind of a little different. No, but, I know. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, so right football's coming. Baseball, we're getting in the heart of baseball. We're past all-star break. My M's are making a run. Hottest team in baseball. Mm-hmm. Who cares about that? That's what he said. Football's <laughs> coming. July. My team, the worst team fantasy, in baseball. Fantasy football's coming Draft's up. Draft's coming. Draft's coming. We're talking. Jimmy G's coming Preseason. Back. Jimmy, Jimmy G's G. going to Seattle. Tom Brady is back after retiring again. Yep. What's going on? Uh, a lot of a lot of Gronk retired. Baker Mayfield went to the fucking Panthers, and the Browns have stacked. Deshaun Watson oh, on yeah. a two hundred thirty okay. million dollar contract, but he can't play because the, he touched too many girls. The, oh, I mean, oh, is that wait? He I ended mean, up going okay. where? I mean, what? The Browns. He's the, Browns the Browns were supposed to be that's, making a big exactly comeback right. last year, though, the year he, before. And right? the Browns What's missed happened? the playoffs. And what happened to the Browns? They trashed. The Browns. They can't get it together, man. The Browns. They shit. Is the Browns? They do. Mistake by the league. We love, love you, like, why they, why does we love like you, Cleveland fans out I'm, there. You know, but why do they always get the shit? The pick? Browns do. Why do they always do garbage? Why and though? The why? It's built into the DNA. I'm, I mean, come the on. Bengals now why? are uh, leopards. I, I don't know. Snow why. leopards. The ownership. I know, but like, do they not get chances for the any good picks? They don't get anything good for going snow taggers. They don't get good picks. They got number one. Don't they get number one every year? Once you get number one every year, you get nothing. But what I'm saying is, though, so why doesn't it work out for them? Because they the Browns, it's Cleveland. They do do the curse. Brown. The curse. They huh? got a, yeah, Cle- <laughs> is it a curse? It's is a it Cleveland a curse? curse? When's the last time they no, won one? Listen, it's not even the last time they It's not even Cleveland. When's the last time they won one? <laughs> ownership. They've never won a Super Bowl. They don't matter. Never, they got the Cavs huh? over there. Who won How many years have they been a thing? They got the Cavs and all that. They've one of the first franchises. How many years we talking? Fifty-two. Oh well, Paul Brown. You want to know his history of the Browns? Paul Brown used to own the Bengals. Then the Bengals were bought from him, so he fucking Talk left the Bengals years? and started his own team. 80 years, 90 years. He named it that for himself. He named it the Browns, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, so how many years are we talking here, though? How many years? 19 fucking 30. So what? That's dog. 80 years? 90 no. years? Shit. 80 yeah. years? And they ain't won a fucking ever? They won an NFL years? championship before there were Super Bowls. That's of all they've ever done. Super Bowls are all that matters. Who's no one the, cares about champions. If you want to talk championships, Green Bay Packers are the greatest of all time. They won Who's like the best ever been traded from them? Were they an Who's AFL the best team? ever been traded from them and go no, do something? NFL was all the Were boys. they an AFL team originally? NFL. Okay. <clears throat> Never fucking went over. Yeah. The cross. I'm stoked for fucking. Football's coming back, though. You just got to pass it away. All you got to do is pass back. it. That makes you in the loop. Football's got, coming I'm back. I'm tired of baseball, ready to move on to football. And the Niners are going to be the Niners. How's the A's doing? Do you stay up? Do you stay up? Did they win the Tigers the other day? Did we lose? Yeah, like I'm an A's fan, so I stay up mostly with the A's. Did they beat the Tigers the other day? I the World Series usually. Or did they lose against the Tigers the other day? The A's lost against the We won 5 0. It was a doubleheader. We won one, lost one. Well, yeah. That's called a split. I can't win them all. Can't win them all, brother. But we barely win any, any. ever. That's uh, all right, though. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's a tough, tough franchise. Tough it's franchise. Tough. It's okay. It's okay. Maybe. Oh, well, I just saw that. Uh, so, speaking of sports and speaking of the A's, Kyler Murray, uh, the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, number one draft pick about three years ago, just got a new contract. 
In 2018, Kyler Murray was drafted by the Oakland A's in the first round, ninth overall, uh, mm, and he declined his contract to go yep, to the A's because yep, yep. he wanted to play football. Well, Wait he, a minute. For real? For real? That's pretty tight. Yeah, well, he just, uh, he just got his contract from the Cardinals, <clears throat> brand new contract. I think it's a five-year, $280 million contract. Jesus. It's $46 million a year. And the A's salary for the year is $48 million for their entire team. That's yeah. so fucking yeah. nice. That's insane. So you think he made the right choice? Of course he did. Yeah. You think the A's are going to come $46 million? <laughs> no. That's no. insane. They have 48 they, would, they only have this 48 the A's They got 48 bro. For, for everybody. everybody. That's for everybody. For the ball boy and for the fucking pizza man. Damn. <laughs> for the, for the pizza baseball, that, for the big win, baseball, we all get a couple pizzas in the fucking thing. Damn. Like, hey, man, we ain't got no money money. for you, Kyla. That's baseball's crazy. more. I mean, you could stay in baseball longer. I know there's. Uh, but they also have bigger yeah. contracts. Historically, baseball has bigger contracts than the uh, than the NFL really yeah. because they, they could do. Bobby Bonds is still getting paid by the Giants. That's what like, the is fuck he is really? really? One of the he's greatest. Not by the Giants. Not by the Giants. By the Mets. By the Mets. By the Mets. How was he still on payroll? One of the greatest fucking contracts because he's a G. He gets. Uh, like three million dollars every single year until two thousand and twenty. Was it Bobby or Bonilla something. or Bobby Bond? No, no Bobby Bonilla. Bo- Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. Wait a minute. Until twenty twenty-four. Twenty twenty-four. hasn't played baseball since nineteen ninety-five. <laughs> That's insane. And they signed <laughs> him. They were checks. willing to sign him. That? Well, he's smart. He they wanted to give him all this money up front. He he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want three million <laughs> every year yeah. until twenty twenty-four. And they were like, okay, that's not like a good deal. That's a good. We get him for cheap. We can get him for cheap. Yeah. Well, and that only because when you come into those ranks, you that only counts so much against your yearly yearly salary. So you can I spend more money elsewhere. That. I couldn't even imagine that he's getting caked up still yeah. every year. <laughs> can you bring that contract up? Bring the contract. That's like up. all these old school wrestlers are still getting paid. Like, no, nah, do but that's shit. different. They that's uh, a lot of those wrestlers million. took on insurance policy. Did uh, you see the Ric Flair fucking promo thing? Promo mm-hmm. or, or documentary? It, it was called like the Last Fight or something or Last. It was like his last match, I think. I don't think I've seen it. So, I think it's still talking about it. They pay him five hundred thousand a year for twenty five years. No, one point one nine million oh. every oh. July. 1st. Oh, sorry, one point one nine million. So he just July got it. First. He just got it. He just got it like twenty one days ago. Twenty one <laughs> days ago, he cashed it. Nah, well, time to go shopping. It's time to go shopping. <laughs> time to go shopping. Hey, that Lamborghini that looks so nice. Congratulations to Bobby Bonilla yeah, too, dude. dude. One of the original killer beats. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. How many kids does he have? Eleven. Mm. I want to see what. Eleven. No. Eleven. Let's see. Let's not throw this man through the mud. Drug we him, just drug gave him, him flowers. He got big flowers. We're not going to drag him through the He floor. only has two. Let's okay. go, Bobby. Let's go, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. I can afford the two. We can afford hey, the Bobby. two. Bobby, I'm living on two, baby. We can afford the two. So that's that's a businessman right there. He Either he was a great businessman or his somebody manager was, was yeah, a lawyer. Fucking, somebody was. Somebody was Somebody smart. fucking came through and oh, fucking yeah. mm-hmm. Make sure to read that said, Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby, you a stupid motherfucker. You're going to spend all this right now. <laughs> right now, Bobby. We're going to break this. You know, up you know they did it? They Gosh. kept explaining it to him every week, and he wouldn't believe him. He goes, Bobby, I'm going to give you $100. I want you to bring 20 back on Tuesday. Bobby could never bring the 20 back. Alan so I'm like, Bobby, we need to figure this out, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Alan Iverson did something similar. Supposed to be getting the money now, but he didn't get, now, money, he didn't get um, it, though, I until thought. Until he was like, until he, 
He put like a cap on it till he was like uh, 44 or 50 or something. Did he yeah. got it all? Or he has just, I don't think he I got it. I don't know what it is exactly. It's through Reebok, right? It was basically Smart, to make dude. sure that he did, doesn't fucking like blow it all. That man's got the questions eyes. and the answers. I don't think yeah. he got it, though. Take a look. I think it was only like $4.9 million. I, I think it was that. through Reebok or whatever. But I don't think he got it yet. I don't think he still didn't get it, to tell you the truth. I don't know. I think, uh, but historically, baseball, like 20, I was saying. 2030. And what twenty thirty for how much? Uh, fifty five mil. Fifty five. That's, that's a lot. Hey, no, sorry, thirty two mil. He's got to hope he lives, and he's, gotta he's, he's got to take care of himself. Stay away from his all bad things. It, though, no? He's got eight more years, seven more years. Yeah, he'll be fine. Hey, he got to stay my away boys, from everybody. My boys making it. The question. But baseball, yeah, historically gives away bigger contracts because you can stay healthier longer in baseball. So yeah. they would give away that makes sense. ten. Yeah. Like uh, football contracts are usually like four to five years. Where's there more money? Baseball, baseball they, or football? They say baseball pays the most, don't they? Baseball pays the most, but you have to be like. If you want to say, like, who's making – basketball really pays the most. God, yeah. And you could fucking force a trade. But basketball, there's only five people contract. on that fucking floor. So that's – there's a small – that's a small window to get okay. that money. Yeah. Baseball's the same way. Like, the top, top players are making a lot, a lot of fucking money. It blows but then me away. When there's, I, like, the lower – where, like, in basketball, you could be the sixth man and you're still making fucking $30 million a year. So yeah. like in the bro, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. On Mid the level exception. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Where in baseball, you have to be like that top. You have to be a top pitcher, a top slugger to be making that top money. And Otherwise, get, you're making. And you got to hit norm, incentives. I mean, good yeah, money, right. ten million a year or some shit. Football. Highest paid baseball. Football is kind of the same way, where it's kind of grown. I wonder now, who it is. Where they're doing more guarantees now too. Mookie Betts. All the running backs. Mookie Betts. Max Scherzer, who's a pitcher. Uh, good, good for like three, that. five years, yeah. and then they're just forty-three dust, million, dust, part of a hundred and thirty million dollar deal. That's the biggest. That's yearly or annually. Yeah, yeah. One hundred and thirty million. That's small compared to what. Yeah, after look how at many Patrick years? Mahomes three years, he earns fit or forty-three million per per year. That's crazy. That's fucking us so much. So money. now you so, can't run out of money. So that you can wipe money with your football ass. has surpassed him because Aaron Rodgers' contract was bigger than that. And if you look at Patrick Mahomes' contract, mm. it was mm. over $480 million, but that was stretched That's over a like, lot of oh, fucking money, dude. At eight years or something. You like never that. run out of money. There's stipulations, you do whatever you want. Though, too, with, whatever with contracts. You, you got to make certain numbers, money. right? And maybe. What do you think, though? I know. It's like your kids, kids, kids. But, I mean, you personally, if it was the start of your generational money, you could just wipe your ass with it. I'm not wiping my ass. No, I'm just saying. Money. No, just theoretically saying though if you, you were if, no if you had no kids and you were young and you had this money and it just hits you when you're 24 25 years old you're like boom i got 430 million you're wiping your you're ass. wiping your ass for about a good couple years yeah. i'm yeah. doing oh, stupidly you're yeah. telling no, oh, this no, no. man is a fucking I'm professional i'm, have I'm a doing bidet. stupid things a little bit i'm gonna have a bidet no, yeah. no really no a, wait a minute not really wiping you your ass with it i mean you're doing just doing the dumb stuff with it that's what i mean you're just I, blowing i'd probably throw a lot first year yeah i'd probably drain my swimming pool and try to fill my swimming pool up scrooge mcduckett huh yeah off the diving board Go for a swim. <laughs> you're pretty wicked. Not coins, though, because coins are going to fuck you up. You're you Scrooge McDuckin' it. You're doing yeah. it big. Yeah. Yeah. Bitcoin is on the rise again, guys. Bitcoin is Why? again on the rise. 36000 to what now? I don't know. I can't remember what it's at. But I could look you it can up, fuck with though. that if you'd like. Uh, the I other, the that. other sports one that was How you big was uh, Magic Johnson. 22. Turned down, uh, he turned down a deal with Nike feeling? originally. Great. And Nathan. he'd be worth $5.2 billion. Who, who's that? 
Magic Johnson oh, Magic. turned down a Nike turned deal. Down Converse. Converse. Yeah, he went Converse, turned down right? a Nike deal. When was, was this? Ugly ass, ugly ass Converse. Yeah. No, no, but oh, way back, back when. in the day. Yeah, way back. He said he did. Okay, to sound like smart, the shoes. He didn't like the shoes, huh? Yeah, to sound smart, I heard the interview. You guys, I just did it for the streets. You know, I did it for people. Everyone out there that was wearing the Converse, that can afford the Converse. He's doing all right though. Doing oh, good, man. Geez. He's got to be. Oh, doing you think? Right. He you know, owns Con- part of the Lakers. Come on, and Converse has to be worth so much, man. Converse is so like come back in a big way. Everyone's wearing Converse now. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck. No, that's true. It's like a it van, just seems like a big Converse, check to leave like on the a, table, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I saw um, a picture. It was a picture of Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman. Ooh, it, it said, name a better three, name a better trio. And uh, the Iron Sheik said, my boot, ass, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's a good one. Hell yeah. That's good. That's good like one. that. Lakers, Lakers picked up Scottie Pippen Jr. I seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Oh. Yeah, it won't work. I don't think so. Either, we'll see. It won't work. Nothing works in fucking in LA right now with fucking the king fucking on the throne. As long as the king's on the throne, I'm there's okay gonna be turmoil. I'm okay with them trading him. Yeah. So He's what do you got from me? That's King That's version. What do you guys want to get? Song picks? Yeah, like give me some off picks? the pressure cooker. Give me some off the top. Song picks of the motherfucking week. Give me some air up in here. My man, Phil, he's feeling like a pressure cooker over here. I'm feeling it tonight. (laughs) Hey, that was a fucking amazing interview. That was fun. For sure. Once again, thank you. Thank Thank you so much, uh, Sage Francis. Thank you so much, Milk People. Man, it was a great fucking episode 150. Kev Pro, coming on out. Thank you, Kev Pro. Dude, honestly. Every 50, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we'll book him for a 200. We're booking you for 200 right now. All right, guys, we'll see you later. Have a good night. (laughs) No, but uh, interview interview was fire. Like that was a great time to spend with somebody. And when we say this, I hope that it's not taken lightly. Like somebody that we looked up to. Like I took his words for fucking like they meant a lot to me. Like as a youngster and building uh, your kind of who you are and like molding that person that Mm -hmm. is going to become somebody. This person in society. He helped mold that. His music helped mold that 100% for me. I could talk like that. An idea. Like those two, especially Sage Francis too, man, Mm -hmm. because his his music speaks to a certain person. You're talking a real, real like hip-hop. Real hip-hop. So for us to say that it's somebody we look up to and listen to, don't be taking that lightly. He was definitely one of my introductions to underground hip-hop. Not only that. Whatever you want to call it. Sage Francis, man. I found him on Napster. Honestly, whatever, when I would day. show somebody, and they'd be like, what kind of music, music do you listen to? And yeah. I'd be like, hip-hop music. And they're like, well, and you try to explain to them what hip-hop was to you at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds yeah. stupid now, but yeah. Look up Sage Francis. But I would be like, look up listen Sage. to That's what I mean. I'd look be like, listen slug. to this. No, listen to this, and it's Sage yeah. Francis. Oh, yeah. I remember. Every like time I ran into you, like, fucking listen to Sage Francis. Listen to Sage. Listen to Sage. Like, Climb uh, trees, bro. I was trying to show everyone climb trees because it was like mm-hmm. so out there, and it was on my wavelength yeah. of what I, how I was thinking about like God at the time because it's a really religious song <clears throat> about Deep atheism, song. and it like that was a song that I was showing everyone. I'm like, this is hip hop. This is hip hop music, guys. This is this is all it could ever be right here. It's nothing ever more. It's crazy than to it. think that. I'll like, tell my little brother that you know and. He, I, I'm so glad he didn't listen to me, and he fucking grew out his own wings and listened to different yeah, music and found his own shit that he liked. And but it's crazy to think that in your mindset at that point, I was there too. Like where you just have something skeptically in a box, and it's yours, and this is what it is. Just like he said, it's just like 
This is it. These are the limitations. It can't be anything else. No, and you know what's crazy if it does, is if it does meet that, yeah, it can't be. And there's a lot. It, what's crazy about it is when you look back on it, like you said, like you just said, and like he said, like at the time you think like, no, this is it. This is all it could be. But now you yeah. look back on it, and you're like, you're putting shackles on yourself. You're putting limitations on yeah. yourself. Yeah. You're, you're like, you're not letting you're boxing anything yourself else in. in, and this yeah. is all you're fucking listening to. That's not, not making you better. Anything else, another chance. You know what someone once said is like. You'll never ever, uh, you'll never be wrong if you surround yourself with people that are yes men. You know what I mean? You're always going to oh, be sure. right, right? For sure. So like, if you only surround yourself with stuff that you like, you're never going to grow or be fucking mm. bigger, or better. You need that. You're not going to get other stuff. Feedback. You're yeah. not going to get creative differences. Yeah, you need man. the other. You want stuff. someone to tell you that's garbage. Yeah. You need to hear that. Which, which, which is bad as that is, you want that yeah. honest guy. Yeah. Yeah. How many times did you shows and we we're talking like. I'm, this is hip hop music, and I'm showing someone. This is this is Sage Francis. Feels special, a lot of man. times, Feels special though. You I'll know? tell you right now. A lot of times, you people fucking special. are like, "Oh yeah, cool. That's that's cool, man." You know, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. A yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah. That's the pre- that's the pressing time. Like, or like, what the later. fuck are you listening? <laughs> yeah, they be like, "See you later." You can tell they but they're like, "This is what you enjoy," and then some people sometimes they're catching one, and they're just like, "That was a dope thing ever." They're listening. They're like. Whoa. What is this? My mind yeah. was blown. Oh my god, yeah. it's so smart. Uh, or this is what I've been thinking. So I was like with, that. I was with, I, I was like with some of my homies that were on mushrooms one time, and I was bumping <clears throat> Sage hella hard, and they fucking like out of nowhere got. And this person, shout out to Boo Radley, you Boo. know, super Radley. fucking. <laughs> Trumper, like he'd be the opposite <laughs> sa- of Sage Francis, yeah, right? He like right wing, political. He was so pumped for him to come to that. Yeah, yeah. I guess and so. but Bradley would listen to that, and he'd be like, "Oh my God, Brandon, this guy is yeah. so yeah. smart yeah, and yeah. so pumped. fucking and he was real. pumped for tonight. He like, wrote on that. Oh, this is real hip hop. Yeah. Like he felt that, and that, and that shows you, like, like I said, some people I would I would miss with, and then there's some people here and just be like changing life changing moments bro we always talk about you know like i think we talked about this with like slug or atmosphere the conviction in his voice <laughs> that motherfucker you, you hear the conviction oh yeah oh. day and if you've seen him perform I believe, live i believe when him. i see the him, energy yeah. is real when oh i seen him he God. did the front flip yeah. hey like it's like oh, six you want to talk he about did the front flip when front i seen flip. him yes. yes bro he came out of left field he walked through the crowd number one because the spot was such a small venue sold out whatever he came up he was uh-huh. chilling already when I got there, he was already kicking it. That's sick. Right side of the venue, signing shit, mm. giving stickers out, talking, doing his album thing, signing, yeah. you know, selling shit, you know? Yeah. So I walk up to him, I go, yada, yada, I bullshit with him, and I'm excited to see you tonight. Cool, cool. I bought a fucking couple little thingies. I got a fucking, uh, what did I get? Mm. I think I got like a, like a badass sticker that's underneath this plastic thing of just personal journals, like the actual sticker for it. Uh-huh. Like three bucks, you know? Cool yeah. sign, cool. Mm-hmm. He, he sold it to you? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the best. Yeah. It's hand awesome. Hand-to-hand hand 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 combat. Hand-to-hand combat. No, it's hand-to-hand hand hand combat. Hand combat. It was it's the best. there, dude. With the legend. Yes. Three with bucks. The legend. Two for four. And he goes, he actually wanted five. I go, hey, I'll give you the five. You guys just give me the three. It's all good. I had, like, <laughs> I had bills. I had bills from buying the drink. I go, I got the five bills. He just give me the three, bro. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Done. Signs it. Put. I have it under my little glass thingy. Long story short, uh, signs man of the people. The, the show's already going. He's obviously not the opening act. Mm. He walks through the crowd. Nobody notices him. He just looks like a chubby short guy with like a <laughs> shaved head. So nobody's really expecting him to come through. And they bumps us. No, no, no. No, you know what I'm saying. No, just a normal, just a run-of-the-mill guy. You wouldn't expect him. Yeah, you know, yeah. This, yeah. You wouldn't this, be the hip-hop no, head of the century. No. Right? Yes. You don't expect him to be about. Mr. Yeah, Sage sure, Francis that's sure. bumping you to come through. You know what I mean? He's yeah. not like, he's not Shaq. He's not wearing that flag Not seven yet. foot five. You're not going to recognize yeah. him. Uh-huh. He comes through. Okay. 
He gets done with everyone does her little bullshit. He's standing there. I'm like, is that Sage? Is that Sage? And then you know, everyone's kind of getting that little quick, you know, <laughs> that little people quick, that little quick talk job. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets up, boom, makeshift Patriot <laughs> flag. And then all of a sudden he does, but but then the front flip and all the good stuff and yeah. the jacket comes Bro, off. And every I'm time like, I see him leave man. the stage, the flag comes. You on. can go and look on like live videos on YouTube, but. The man leaves the stage and his soul is on the stage. Yeah, he yep. he's sweaty as yes. fuck. Mm-hmm. He gave everything he fucking has to that performance, and is there. Opportunity. A few people. For we've sure. seen a lot of people. For a few sure. people do that type yeah. of thing. You know Big what I mean? And some people stage. are just a little bit. Maybe they're just a little more smooth. No DJ. And a little like Zainai. Uh, nah, Zumbi would leave the stage sweaty as fuck. But I was thinking he's so smooth. You know idea. what I mean? It's so yeah, calculated sure. idea would leave drenched. Would leave a mess. A messy mess. stage. A messy stage. Yeah. But you know he, he put would his heart in. Ugly as fuck. Yes. But yeah. like Zion and I, like Zumbi would come out and be smooth. Smooth. With the so uh, clean. we seen him. He was a little sweaty smooth. <laughs> yeah, sweaty he, smooth because it was hot there smooth. for everybody though. He's sweaty, yeah. but he keeps it smooth. smooth. But smooth. Sage, Sage is literally just, putting hey, everything on the fucking He's breaking the walls down. The walls are coming down that night. And when he turned in, he goes, DJ no spin so. And I was looking to see for somebody for somebody, and he grabs. Bro, you listen. It. You listen to that second verse on uh, makeshift. The 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 city is covered in inches of muck. I see some other pictures of victims of rope. Yeah, mothers are thinking the children are stuck. Leaping yeah. lovers are yep. making decisions to jump. That Ooh. that shit is so conviction. You talk yeah. about conviction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, holding hands sometimes in groups of three. Yeah. The fallout was that whole album. I just think about uh, the fucking uh, what. Uh, can't even think right let's now. get into song picks because we're go, doing yeah, sage we're running right, sage oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. who's gonna do makeshift i no, i'm not gonna do makeshift <laughs> but i got a song pick let's go what you got we're doing sage uh, song i know picks. i know give me escape artist no actually no fuck it give me sea lion i want mm. sea lion sea lion's a favorite of mine all right i built this with wooden hands give me the sea lion Look, mom it's crazy escape artist has built this suit over, of over a million hands. views on youtube too Dude, like yeah. Damn. hell yeah this guy really gets a lot of views too though you know lion yeah, uh, I was talking about escape artists, but Sea Line is fucking great. Yeah, that, well. whole, that whole album is yes. amazing. I mean, a healthy distress once again, two thousand five. Super good. Super good. Epitaph. Um, he came yeah, out hard said, with that one. And that's one of his favorite his years. Second he was album. And we were there. How cool is that? And he remembers Soliquis Sound and yeah, all that. The thing, same bro. thing. How if crazy is it? Like we talked about. Yeah. Is it how lucky that were moment. we that we were alive yeah. during that era and that yeah. that time? We could say like. We were there. I see. I, I always go back to idea, but like I look at videos on there of his on YouTube, and you look at the comments, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, I wish I could have saw him live. Yeah, I wish I, wish I, I was swear there I wish I could have saw him. We I really there. know him. Da da da. You know." And I'm like, "We were fucking. We were there. there. Yeah, we were there, dude. I was there when he was 19 years old. Right? We were there. Like <laughs> the crazy shit. We were. Then there. I was there when he was 24, four facts, or five. Facts. In yeah, yeah. Frisco. And I just seen him as a, as, a, as a grown man. With kids and all the beef right beforehand, right, right when he's about to have the babies. I just, times have changed. Here we go, Sage Francis. Let's go, Sea Lion. Shout out Sage for that interview. We love you. Good deals. Are we all going stage? Oh yeah, please do.
did to my hands, I broke them. You gave me the stone, gave me the chisel. Didn't say how to hold them. Didn't say give away every piece of the puzzle till I was left with nothing. But I took it upon myself to crush it up and distribute the dust. Get in a bus, hop in a van, jump in the water, crawl to the land. Build another castle out of the sand, break it down and then I get into the saddle again. Gone city to city, I'm already lost till the boss who is new in town. I'ma ride this horse till it bucks me off and I'm forced to shoot it down. I'ma take him out for some gasoline. I'ma trade this cow for some magic beans. Make mom proud of the deals that I made, cause I'm just a modern day Johnny Appleseed. But I'm glad that I never passed the jeans and I never put down the axe. For the grace and a painful look on his face Cause the crowd is packed and the louder they clap The less he is able to make the connection Between what he sees when he hears certain notes And the hurt that is shown in his facial expression Ah, don't need your go ahead to go ahead No, 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 it'll go easy But sweet Jesus wants to sleep with me Way too many moves to learn But not enough people to put them on Look at Tom, no hands, I built the suit of armor With wooded arms By Sage Francis. Hayabusa. Ooh, Hayabusa. Ooh, man. Sea Lion is a classic. Very, very good. Classic. Yeah. I've seen it live, you know. Oh, man. More than a couple Won't times. Get pulled now. Off Pretty cool. Now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to play. Give it to me. <clears throat> I'm going to play Climb Trees just because I was talking about it. That's the one. That's the one for me. Go on a limb. Ooh, I'm out of breath out of that little. I was little fiasco. I like it. I like it. I was rocking and rolling. Little fiasco. Little fiasco. That's what you call it these days. All right. So I'm going to be playing a song by Sage Francis. I don't even know what album this was off of. This is Personal Journals. Yeah, was it on journals. Personal Journals? Yep. Yes, sir. Right. Like song five. Six. Six? No, it's five. Right. I think it's five, yeah. He's right. In my head. Echo in. Sunset and sunrise on my own personal light show Flipping switches moving from bass and bottoms to plateaus The earth manipulates itself beneath me I stand still stagnate, can't kill this lag state Life manipulates itself around me But I'm dead still, upright but dead still Word is still born, I will not stoop to the level of the soup that y'all chill on If the building's boarded up and the children of the corn The liquor store don't wanna kick it no more Cause holes that fill the wall, sneakers are scuffed And toes that become sore, I saw y'all walk from the hood of if these walls could talk, they wouldn't shut the fuck up. Jump in your pickup truck and drive on the mountain range. Cash the chip and on your shoulder, cut your losses. Die young, count the chain. How strange. You think these clouds look lovely? Smoke signals, manipulate themselves above me. No symbols. Are below me enough to overlook. I know you read my every move. I read the book. Might not the blemishes. It's on my premise. Endlessness is my to be continued. Notice the nervousness in my footnotes when being interviewed. Shaking uncontrollably. How you doing? Not bad. How about you? Brought it right back to me like. I don't talk to freaks. I even ignore my neighbors who live down the stairs. I walk the streets and they don't know that I'm famous in 2000 years. So I say shit loud in their ears and spit a wretched verse in their face. Disrespecting their personal space. In a split second, curtains and drapes get closed. They think they've shut me out, but I can see the ugly mouth in the shape of holes. I break their window with a stone that has a note attached. It says, I hate Jim Crow, and here's a poem that lets you know the hat. 
I've got a golden axe and I chop cherry trees down. Dead to this world, bury me now. I am from a distant place that sits and waits for my belated time to come. But it's too late, I miss my fate. I F with the deaf, blind and dumb. My father taught me one thing, how to fire a gun. I don't bother, this is survival for fun. I have become the most sinister sin city slicker. Cynical, dim-witted trickster. Critical shit, grinning hipster. So good. So good. Amazing. Not to make any sudden Movements, show me your soul. I like to make two prints. You've said to me before. I can recognize the stuff toes and let these guys go for a second time. Nobody knows. That was Climb Trees by Sage Francis. Isn't it cool as fuck? Why I got a bloody nose? That's a man. The man they made took time out of his day to make sure that he came and talked to Milk and Mike's. I know. It's fucking cool, man. Shout out to the Milk people for sticking with us through 150 God fucking episodes. Right. Hell yes. Shout somebody, out to Kev Pro for coming back for 150. You know how we already made this apparent between us? So we got the first comment saying, the audio is only out of one ear on the left side. And I, uh, I, we know this. Yeah. We made I it understand. apparent in the very beginning. We apologize for you, Mr. Mr. Rapto, I know uh, we'll, 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 we'll fix that. We can we'll, fix that. We'll fix that. But if you're post, watching this somewhere else, we'll be making sure that when you hear it later in further posts, it'll be out of both ears. You already know. Uh, on to the next Sage Francis. Yeah. What do you yes, got? Yeah, for, for me, you can play for me. Give for me Sage you. Francis, and for me, for you, for, for you, them, for, for they. For everybody. Give me crack pipes by Sage Ooh. Francis. Yeah, classic, classic. Give me, give me crack pipes. Wow. I mean, if you could pick a song, that would be the song to I pick. mean, that's the intro. So yeah, for yeah, sure. I mean, for sure. It's got, you know. That was the first song, I, for sure, I heard. One of the most introduced ones that I've ever been heard. You always showed mm. to somebody back then. You got to yeah, hear yeah. this one. You must hear this one. You must it's hear this It's a classic. One. Keep in mind the beginning sample is him rapping when he's 11. Okay, hold on. Before this or starts, 12. would you say a bit, an intro to anybody to show him hip-hop would be like a... Like a God love would be like a fuck you, Lucy. Yeah, would yeah, it be yeah. a silly putty? Would it be a crack yeah, pipes? Yeah. I think Those so. would be on I there. Think, Those I would be the so. throb, the top three. I think so, man. I think so. I, I mean, I feel like it is. And I think, I think, <laughs> you, the, you I think they make shift. It, make shifts up there yeah, too. I think the le- to, something scary, you know. Those are hitters. Don't. Where are you going with this? Whoa, 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 whoa! Started whoa, whoa, over. Fancy, right, fancy. Start it over, fancy, fancy. Mr. Fancy Pants. Oh, God, I couldn't catch it fast enough. Oh, sorry. So can we turn the headphone in that? No, nah, he's just gonna restart it over. Give me everything. You. Catch the sample. Here you go. Is you? People probably thought at first Kepro was H. Francis. <laughs> when they seen him, they'd never been on the show. They're like, dude, he's here. It's me, dog. man. <laughs> he's here. They're like, he got, he's here. I'll take that. That's cool. That's awesome. No, because you don't, you know, you never know. I'd give a 21 gunshot salute with a toy rifle that you bought me, but it won't shoot. And all is well because there's been one too many shots. The sterile robots want to talk to me about detox. Stop the presses. There's been an update delivered via 1.30 a.m. phone call when an only half-informative sauce talks discreetly. Meet me at the family room when the sight of the intensive care unit immediately. I'll carry you to the siren so loud. Can't hear my music. Be free of negative thoughts. Everything will be fine. We all assume that we'll go back to the way things were. That we'll go back to normal soon. Saw the moon in a way that I've never seen it before. When I looked up that night into the sky, wondering why. Looking for answers. I'm guessing most of y'all out there know exactly what that's like What that's like, I tell me what's that like It's like a whirlwind of emotions that occurs when moms and dads fight It's like when a girl grins an emotion of hers that holds your arm and grabs tight Hurl him into the ocean, one of them cold sweat heat flash types But extreme fluctuations and temperature changes have been known to crack pipes
Crack pipes. Crack pipes. Killer, man. Killer. Good way, good way to end the show. Song had me in tears yesterday, man. Listen to the beat. Dude, it's amazing. Meet me halfway in a golden extra length just to help you spread the drums on that. So insane. Is that a guitar? Like, what is that? Bring me to your hiding place. I think it's a dobo. Thank you. With his ice pick, come meet up with me on the sidelines when the game is over just to say hello. Then afterwards, backstage to let me know that you enjoyed the show. You go to grandma's house for Sunday dinner. Sit at the head of the table, take away the fatal flaw. You meet the day before I see you bleed. Meet me on Christmas Eve. We can fight for makeup before you leave. Make visits with the rest of those who rest in pieces of my dreams Meet me at the fork in the road where lost souls get indecisive Meet me at the crossroads so I can have someone to walk into the light with Killing it Hard as fuck right killing there Hurting them hey, Hurting them That's a killer right now And that was in uh, 2001 or whatever Really? Right? Album came out 02. That was written okay. probably. Well, that could have been, yeah. been, been a 2000 or he just been holding on. You don't know how okay, long he so, wrote that. Yeah. But two minutes and 20 seconds, Matt. Of amazingness. Right up oh. your alley, right? Perfect. Back in Perfect. the day before. When and, it was, that yes. was when it was, you had to do three minutes and 50 seconds. You had to have a hook, he hook, knew. hook. He knew. Bridge, bridge, bridge. He was Everything had to be in time. place. This fool said two well, minutes and 20 like, seconds. I'm in and I'm out. And I give you fucking classic. In and out. In and out. Classic. The boys. Give a quick one. And it was a classic. He's dropping hits. In and out. That's the ahead of the times. Sage Francis. Always a man ahead of the times. I think I'm going to go with the softer side of Sage. Yes. Please do. Give it to us. And it's more of an it's more of an interlude. But Johnny, I lo- kills, I love Johnny kills Sally. I love it. I fucking John, absolutely love it. Johnny kill kill Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny kills Johnny. Yeah. That's what you're going? What a boss. Let's go. I was just bumping this at the river that Dude, when day, I heard this shit goes it's hard. Just fucking, it's sick. It's yeah, so this sick. This is not a fucking... Dude, like, what a boss, You want bro. it live? Uh, not a not good track. This is a good track. That's a great fucking track. You want it live? Yeah. I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Are you going to put it up there, though, live? Can we watch it? Yeah. Throw it up live? Yeah. Throw it up, yeah. Let's get that going. Ah, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. The video, they made it look hella uh, cool. Oh, here we go. This one's going to be good. This one's going to be good. Do that. Just do this. You like the dirt. You guys like the dirt. That's right. You don't want it? I'm good. I'm fine either. Play that. Give me the video. That one was fine. That one was fine. It's a different version, I think. This isn't that good either. You want to go with just original? You want just the give me the real. And then okay, the we'll just give them the real. Just give them the real. Give us the jaw. We're job. getting the grill masters. All right, we're getting the grill masters. Here we are. <laughs> of course, There's they the got to put a commercial on Of course, on the grill masters come on right then. All right, so we're playing Jaw Didn't Kill Johnny. This is Kev Pro song pick of the week close by it out, your baby. friend, our friend, Absolutely. the podcast's friend, yes, Sage Francis. Sage Francis. Yep, yep. Great song. Yeah. All right, boy. boy. Very nice introduction. All right, Feel this is a full song or just like an interlude? This is a track, man. This is El Traco. This is on fucking what do you call it? With Sea Lion and all that. This is on there with a healthy distress. It's on there. It's a real track, a roof. Got your boy Blue on the track. Yeah, fuck. The man's fucking hitting the motherfucking banjo and he's hitting the kazoo. Or harmonica. There could be a kazoo in there somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> Let the boy get a kazoo in there. <laughs> kazoo? You know what a kazoo is? 
He had a day with death. It was a slow train coming. And we all got a train to catch. But Lord, take your filthy claws off the rest of my friends. Yeah, yeah. That is, of course, if they ain't already dead. Cue the kazoo. I make no demands. I just make amends. Make I make get my it, bed and I'm alive lie in it. But before I die, it's a blues that we call the blues, my friend. Please don't take any more of my friends. Life is easy. Playing the fucking harmonica over here. The smoke didn't kill Johnny. Kill Johnny. The drink didn't, didn't kill, Johnny. kill Johnny. Kill Johnny. The junk. Didn't kill Johnny. Kill Johnny. The women didn't kill Johnny. Kill Johnny. The road. I don't know. I don't Was know. it rock and roll? Shot I don't think know. so. But God, 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 God would never kill Johnny Cash. Or Sage Francis. Tell no. him. Can't kill the king. Jesus, I feel like we just had a fucking. Uh, we played on the stage right now with these glasses on. The lights are blinging. Can't Jesus. kill Johnny. You never kill the lights anymore. Just give us the top effect. Never. We gotta go full now. Tonight's the time. Holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. Life is easy. Holler at your boy. Life is easy. That's pretty sweet. Life is easy. We like. Life is easy. Holler at that's, that's a great fucking Johnny great track. Johnny. Great, great fuck. track. Ooh, thinking that man. you know, less is more. Oh, we didn't really less is definitely it. more. Oh no, fuck, we no. made it better. We, we made it better. It. We made it better. That's what that song's made for. Is yeah. to fucking sing sure. along. I'll be right back. I this really show, this show has really evolved into a rig dumpster fire, isn't it? It's awesome though. Because we could do, we could put on a beautiful that. song that we should all just sit back and appreciate. <laughs> no, but you gotta fucking get down to it. But that's bit. more appreciative. Is that is what's more appreciative than actually jumping I'm in, genu- knowing the I'm words, genuinely and, like, singing because it. I like it so much and I have a connection with the song. Because your name's Johnny. I've been playing this song yeah. recently. Oh, your name's Johnny. Good and my name's Johnny. Johnny. John didn't kill Johnny. Yeah, I'm still alive. People still here. You know, if they're if they're watching right now and they if there's anyone watching, go ahead and fucking you know. Go download it. Go fucking find Sage Francis. Yeah, re-listen to it. Sage Francis. Spread it like a disease. Even though, even though, like he was saying, he hasn't put out a lot of new music. Uh, Epic Beardman was his last project. He's done a lot of feature uh, projects, and his last uh, solo project was 2014. uh, Copper Gone, I believe, was 2014. Eight years ago. Yeah. Which but guess what? Again, it's good. He left us with enough of a catalog that you can go and spend. Years, oh man, of listening to, oh yeah, and still not fully catch up to. So, uh, yeah. you got plenty of time before he comes out because he's coming with new stuff. He, you heard it him, heard it here first. He is stacking music. He and has he's got a project it's ready there. to go. He's got it saved up like gold, okay, and he's just ready to release that and if gold. If you were his real friend, like Will creates the microphones, you would know because we heard it. It's got out there already. Yes, you ain't heard it yet, but we yes, know sir. it's coming. So yeah, and. Hopefully it comes out soon. <clears throat> also, hopefully we get to see him on on tour. Everybody, yeah. Yeah. Oh, keep yeah. your eyes open to Strange Famous. Tons of great artists that he's mm-hmm. gonna set out on tour, and then hopefully he's uh, he's right behind them. Yep. He's gonna yep. be he's gonna be torn under his new name though. 
Hmm. What uh, is that? Zalzan. Sega. Uh, remember it was Zalzan. no, it was oh, Sage uh, Sage Francis. No, Sage, Sage Genesis. Oh, yes. Sage, Sega, Sega, Sega Francis. Sega Sega Francis. Man, this has been a fucking 150 special. Three three hours. <laughs> we haven't really got three hours. Damn, dude. In, and we're in. We're in. We're in. in a long time. Yeah, I mean, and if you're looking for a journey. new if you're looking for a new Sega Francis to play all your games <laughs> you on, should definitely you better check right him here. out. He's here at Milk Crates and Microphones. Yeah, and all uh. Jokes aside, thank you so much. Sage yes, thank you, Sage. You're the fucking, fucking man. Pod. Thank you. Please. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. honestly, when I heard you guys were getting Sage on, I was like, okay. This now he'll thing. come for 150, this I'll fucking come. guy. Oh, I said I'll come. Yeah. No, but honestly, like, nah, that's for when sure. we first starting out. Crazy. Never huh? even, like. He's one on the he board. He was on the top of the charts. Yeah, he was you know? on the he's board. board. Yeah, he's, he's definitely on, on the board. Remember on the whiteboard when we fucking, we like, still did guests? And I believe. I'm going to work on one for you guys. I got. I'm going to get Polly for you. Right. Polly Shore is coming yeah. soon. That'd be tight. I want Polly Shore in studio. It. Yeah, that would be awesome. No, he won't do it. He, he would fuck the studio. studio. If he tried to jump to the table, we'd have to beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to beat his ass. <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> beat Polly Shore's <laughs> ass. <laughs> yeah, we would get sued in the end. I would not beat up the yeah. weasel. The weasel is. <laughs> he would oh, come out. He started getting hella wild. And just he could break. Boop, 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 and then he'd jump up and break the table. What if he wants to come fuck your mom? What if he wants to fuck your mom? I would. I'd have to let. I have to send to Lisa first. If you go to Lisa's house. First, and then you go to you my the weasel, You let the weasel do his deal? No, hell no. I'm going to beat the weasel first. Oh, hey. man. I just watched Son-in-Law hey, recently. You ain't no Sean Connery, yeah. motherfucker. Hey, truthfully, rocks. if he came over here and he started getting all crazy and then oh, did, like a, did like a slam and broke the table, he'd have to fucking beat his ass. Oh, really? I would never. I'd be like, you go let uh, Weasel break our yeah, shit? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, Start punching the TV on. and shit? Yeah, Weasel. 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 What you signed up for. He's the true oh, son of comedy. Jesus. You know, like, really for sure, for sure. That's what you signed up and for. The true Weasel of comedy. cameras are off, Brandon's beating his ass in the yard. I'm like fooling Brandon. All right, Brandon, we said enough. All right. Even you're pulling him off. Even I am. I had to stop this guy at a point. Oh, man. Well, once again, we want to thank... Hell Sage yeah. <laughs> Francis for spending time with us. Spent well over uh, the lot of time that we we had gave him, and he wanted. You know, we kept going, and we appreciate his time and his generosity. And hopefully, we can talk to him again. And can't wait to hear stuff from what he's got going on. Projects, yeah. strange, famous Sage Big Francis. Bang. Check him out. Look for him. Go dig for old music because tons of shit in his catalog that he's got. He's to. got all kinds of shit you can get into from mixtapes yes. to collaborations to features. If you don't hear something from him just by himself you'll find something that'll make you run into something by himself you can just explore the whole category we play four great songs here tonight so oh, yeah. catch, start catch from catch there up. start from there and so, if you didn't know milk crates and microphones 150 is here tonight and you know what this is a big one for us and god didn't create this shit but obviously we fucking did and i'm here with the fucking man himself kev pro and guess what i didn't create this shit we all did. So stick yes. with this shit. It's 150. This is infamous nonsense. You know where to find us. 150. Stick Kevin, with it. For coming Stamp out, it. Bro. I appreciate you, bro. Get it, Kev. Give it. Kev, bro, we couldn't have done this. This is appreciate all it, man. It's been fucking fun. In honor real. of you. And uh, thank you very much. Sig. Oh, we hell love you, brother. Triple yeah. six, 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 Triple six. Hey, no people keep watching because big shit is coming. Hell yeah. 150 and we're out this bitch. Do not kill yourself, America, because we love you. Peace the fuck peace, out. Peace, 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 Hey, also, peace. go check us out on Instagram. You can check us out on YouTube. Oh, you can yeah. check Just us Google out. Just Google Milk and Mike's On all the podcast yes. platforms. You should also Google Say Goodnight, John. 
Good night, John. Yeah, you can Google night, that Jen. shit too. <laughs> Good night, John. You'll find a picture of me, the realest motherfucker in the room. Good night, John. Say goodnight, John. Good night, John. And we out. Ha, 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 ha.